Hi. Hi. What up? How's it going? Hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, wait, sailor. Wait, who, what is that? What is hello, boys? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just being it sounds show. like something. That's an old thing. It kind of <laughs> sounds like uh, the chief from Carmen San Diego. What? No. <laughs> is it not? I, I never nice. watched Carmen San Diego, so it might be, but it's not what I'm. I, I was, it's just an old school. Hello, boys. Like an old 1940s. Like a flapper. Yeah, like a flapper girl, like <laughs> like doing a USO show for the troops. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. That's what I was envisioning when I did that um, impression. So we're back. It's another week. It is. Dudes. Uh, the dog is with us, hiding under the table because he is scared of the thunder. There's a lot of there's a lot of thunder going on outside. Feel the thunder. Feel the thunder. I fucking and hate the that song. And the thunder. And the lightning. I fucking hate that song. I don't song. think I know what that song is. It's the imagine. It's my fat dick and my ball sack. <laughs> Spread my cheeks and put your thumb inside my butt crack. You never heard that song before? <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> what is Imagine Dragons. It's Imagine Dragons. Oh, yeah. that was. I literally can't tell the difference between them and Maroon 5. Yeah. <laughs> They're the band that did the. Uh, you bring me up. Didn't they also do, uh, I'm waking up to ash and dust. I think so, I yeah. I wipe my ass and I slap my nuts. <laughs> Something, yeah. Um, I'm breathing in my genitals. <laughs> so, that's funny. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, right. So we're back. It's another thing. Yeah. It's uh, still this thing. It's still this thing. We're, uh, uh. Yes, thing. <laughs> What? Well, any new business? Any new dude I don't business? No, honestly, I don't think so. The Stanley really. Cup Finals going on. Yeah, yeah, man. Game one, hockey time. Yeah, buddy. game one. The Bruins. Yes, big yeah. win. Four big two. Win. Yeah, four goal. Four goals unanswered. The 2019 Stanley Cup champion Boston Bruins <laughs> had one period of rustiness after the rest, and then got over that shit real quick. Yep. Yeah. And just fucking turned it loose. It was a good. My, it was a good showing. My yeah. favorite is still that fucking crazy hit. Tori oh, Krug. Yeah, Tori Krug just, just like flying down the ice, getting make, getting it, held on the ice for like th- way too goddamn long, like yeah. thirty seconds at his helmet knocked off, and then gets up and skates down with a vengeance and levels the first blue that he sees. <laughs> yeah, just, I thought it was the same guy. I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the same guy. Oh, was it guy. even better? I, <laughs> I, I didn't even realize well, it's that. because he's got him held down, and he's, like, got his hands around his neck, yeah. more or less, and literally rips his helmet off in, the, yeah. you know, in an attempt to, like, wrestle him on the ice. Yeah, good, so, good, solid, clean hit. Yeah, it, 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 had, illegal had, hit. The, had the puck, had yeah. his head up. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was, it was beautiful. Didn't yeah. leave his feet until after he leveled his check. Mm-hmm. It was mm. perfect. Yeah, yeah. That might be you one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Could do it. Can't do a big check like that any better. Yeah, right. God, just the speed. I, I, don't, I, don't, know if I don't know if I've ever seen anyone fly into frame that fast yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, there's there's that that's got to go on my list of that's I'm gonna say that's top three favorite hockey hits. I've seen some great hockey hits. But. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the entire room of us just went oh <laughs> at the same time. And all of Boston, it was like if you watch it back, it's a delayed reaction from the fans because they yeah. see it happen, like and then there's a like a, a half second pause. The whole arena is like, <laughs> and then they all erupt. <laughs> like, it's just, 
Yeah. Yeah. I got to go back and find that. I got to go back and see that video. I was hoping uh, NHL was going to post it on their Twitter, but apparently not. No, they put it on their YouTube channel, though. So. Yeah. Oh, good. Good, yeah. good, good. I'm um, surprised they posted it at all. It seems like the kind of thing they wouldn't want to bank on, you know, like, yeah. bit, like maybe, that, they, maybe that doesn't go on their official highlight reel. They, no. they know it's still a big draw. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's half the fun. Um, yeah, I, I still think the RJ uh, Umberger hit uh, the the one that Brian Campbell delivered to RJ yeah. Umberger is my favorite. Is that the one I think where we watched that after the game? Yeah, where the dude's like basically lights out. Yeah, yeah. It, it made better by the fantastic Rick Jenner call. <laughs> Rick Jenner is the um, the head commentator for uh, Buffalo. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the pl- he's, the play-by-play. he's still at it, man. Oh yeah, he's still at it. He's, he's still great. He's old as shit, um, but he's, he's still going. <laughs> it's the call where they're like he's like doing the play-by-play, and then he goes. <laughs> Holy mackerel! <laughs> it's yeah. just the guttural. <laughs> he like roars it into the. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, and then the Milan Lucic hit where he shattered the glass at TD Garden. Oh which yeah, is, I, I got to watch that live. That was fucking awesome. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Milan Lucic broke three panes of glass at his tenure in Boston, uh, and that was maybe the most vicious because he just comes out of nowhere and the guy's bracing himself because he knows he's about to take a shot, yeah. <laughs> and Lucic just just fucking puts him right through the glass in the corner. For him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. I didn't. I didn't have the good fortune to see it live, yeah, but I, I, I've seen that clip a bunch. I'm just glad that Stanley Cup is back. This is a great time of the year. Best really time to watch is. hockey. So you much. Ever want to get into hockey? Just start watching mm-hmm. at playoff time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just the perfect time to get into the sport. It's just people leaving absolutely everything on the ice, mm-hmm. which is in and of itself exciting. It's what you want. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I mean, what else is going on? Uh, well, I guess it's worth noting that we were supposed to have a, a guest on this episode. That's right. Um, uh, Jake, my buddy Jake from work, was going to come on and guest host. Yeah. Um, and his dad had a heart attack. So yeah, awful, right? Um, yeah. yeah. I hope he doesn't mind that I just like revealed that information. But I think everybody who listens to this basically knows that by now. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we want to uh, extend a you know heartfelt get well to his dad yeah seriously and uh Absolutely. throw our uh our well wishes out to him and mm-hmm. everybody there because you know that sucks that's I, horrible I, you, you guys know i i went through dad heart attackville dad couple, heart attack yeah a couple years yeah. ago when dad was in california and there is nothing scarier than uh thinking your dad is gonna die so uh, it's yeah. just awful, and I understand how it feels, and uh, I hope he gets some rest, and I hope his dad does good. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll we'll see him when we see him, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. uh, I guess seeing no other business, it's time to talk about why we're fucked. Yeah. So, Ben, why don't you tell me why we're fucked? Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to freak me out I, f- I telegraphed the psych out. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh we're fucked, I guess, because, uh, uh, you know what? I don't, I don't feel especially fucked again this week. Um, yeah. It's okay. That's a good thing, man. That's good. Well, you also, like, just recently got back on medication and stuff, so it's a pretty good time to not feel fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah, like, I'm still, I still get my anxious days. This is, mm-hmm. this is day number two. Yeah. Of being sober, which is usually the hardest day mm-hmm. uh, for me. Um, and then uh, by the time I get to day three, it's usually a, le- a little easier. Um, yeah. I think it's important to uh, detox in general. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, alcohol takes a full three days to leave your system entirely. Yeah. Um, the effects of intoxication obviously don't last that long, but you'll still have, like, a blood alcohol content for up to 72 hours right. after yeah. you after you drink. Which also means it's still doing things like fucking with your sleep, I imagine, right? Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, like, all the, like, basic stuff you like, need yeah. to feel good. Yeah. Well, and, like, that was a big reason you got back on it, right? Because you were just... <laughs> like self, I, I know the feeling. You're yeah, self medicating. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't great. Oh, um, it's not. No, and uh, yeah, and I just, uh, I would, yeah, I, I was very interested in, in, uh, you know, being off of it. My, my, generally when I, uh, play, <laughs> I <know. laughs> a little salute, general, <laughs> generally, generally, generally when I. <laughs> Generally, when I'm sober and I sit down to do the things I like to do, I'm I'm usually better at them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny how that works, <laughs> right? Yeah, which like which like yeah, duh. But like, but the thing is, this must sound like so crazy to people who don't drink <laughs> who don't at all. Drink, yeah, but it's like that makes perfect sense to yeah, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like it's a little small realization to be like, wait, when I don't drink, I'm better. Wow, at I'm stuff. actually good at this. Yeah. Holy shit! Right. Yeah, I'm not like I'm like not like bumbling and pissed off that I'm bumbling. It's yeah. it's like you're. It's it's learning to get the joy of those things from a different source. Sure. Yeah. You know, whereas whereas you know, <coughs> I I would you know, ordinarily uh be doing those things while drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And getting the enjoyment from like, you know, just drinking and not caring. Mm-hmm. Now getting the enjoyment from seeing how much better I am at sure. at these things. And um, like that's that's a classic um like I and I, I've said this to you many times. You're not an alcoholic. I think you have a like the rest of us, I think you have a self control problem. Right. More <laughs> than you have an alcohol problem. Yeah. Uh, and that's a cl- but that is like a classic recovery thing is like getting used to doing the things that sober people do, which is just the things that you normally do. But yeah. like enjoying them without, you know, having to be sauced 24 seven to, yeah, to right. do that, you know? Yeah. I find yeah. one of my primary drivers for how much I drink is how bored I am. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's also that's also a big thing. Same for thing, but with how I eat. Yeah, so, right. Like, that's my biggest thing. Like, like, if I'm sitting in my house for any longer than 15 minutes and don't know what to do with myself, I'm making a sandwich or I'm pouring a beer. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, that's, see, that's my <laughs> that's thing. That's not I, great. I don't, I, this is Tuesday, so this is my drinking day. Sure. Yeah. Most of the time, I don't really, I'll have a beer after work every once in a while, but it's not like I'm going out of my way to get hammered. I, I, I go, I go for food, so I understand yeah. that, that vice. Yeah. Just yeah. from the opposite side. I'll get, I'll get cravings for milk when I don't drink. Yeah. I'll just like, like every, every half hour or so I'll get up, pour myself a glass of milk, chug it, and then go back nice. to my computer. Oh, there's ever, worse things to have a craving. You ever try to chocolate yeah. milk that? Oh yeah. Cho- keep chocolate yeah. milk around? You ever put some bourbon uh, in that? Yeah. <laughs> you ever take that chocolate <laughs> milk and load it up with Kahlua? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All the time. That's why I'm, that's why I'm here put now. Put a little slice of mint in there. <laughs> <laughs> Serve it with a sidecar of the best tequila you can find <laughs> perfect <laughs> and three tall gigglings <laughs> now that's yeah. now that's a glass of now, milk now that's lunch <laughs> flash flood warning this area till 10 45 p.m oh, shit. no way avoid flood areas National well you guys areas. will know how bad the flood gets in here based on how we start screaming when it comes through the window <laughs> Exactly. You'll know if we got flooded when we start screaming and run away. Uh, now, what what flash flood means for this area is new roads going to get bogged down, and that's yep. about it. This my so my property is. I mean, like you know, most of Austin town is bad for floods, but my whole backyard becomes inaccessible. 
It's like a complete yeah. like swamp in between my place and the people behind me. Right. But nothing else really. I, I years ago I used to have the garage flood all the time. Yeah. And I put one of those like <laughs> plug things in the drain yeah. and screwed it in real good. And then the wing nut broke. So now it's just stuck there. Yeah. But that's fine because it doesn't flood all the time. Right. Did no, I, that's the thing. Know. I think I told you when you moved in here, like, hey, you know, Austin Town's a flood zone. The yep. whole township sits underground. Came, so. My property value just went up, boy. Yeah. The house next yeah. door sold for twice what I paid for this. Good. Place. Good. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, still uh, a flood zone. Yeah, <laughs> right. But still a garbage. That's place all right. To live. That's I look. I can't think of any better reason not to leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> yep. Seriously. Um, yeah. You guys. Uh, you guys came here a little bit early tonight to beat the storm. Yeah. Uh, just in an attempt to not be out at it. Yeah. I, it fucking. It was fine the whole way up here, and then the skies opened <laughs> the very moment I took the key <laughs> out of the ignition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's how it goes. Seriously, God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, an asshole. An asshole. <laughs> I don't know, you got anything, Chris? How you how you feeling? You feeling fucked? You know what? I'm having a great day today. This uh, is weird. I'm not. Ha- I'm not. The only reason I'm fucked is uh, I would. Say, I don't. And I'm not even fucked because it's not happening. I to demand me. you guys be more unhappy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm having. I'm actually having a great day. So I'll, I'll start with the bad. Uh, I was working over at Alex's house first thing this morning, bright and early. That's which right. is just what you want to be doing after a night of heavy drinking and <laughs> hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up around. Seven eight, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, we went over there, put the top flooring into the into the shed that uh, he's been working God, on shed's for a while. Be so nice, it's, dude. It's painted. The doors are on it. It looks great. I gotta see that top floors on. He's just got to do the uh, uh, accoutrement, as it were. The accoutrement. Yeah, he's got he's got all the uh, conduit boxes in there for when he wires it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were out there doing that. His, you, you guys have been hearing about the cicadas that are due this year. Yes. Uh, they are there. <laughs> I, I haven't seen one yet. <laughs> they are fucking everywhere. Oh my God. Uh, and he, he, he said the, one of the funniest things to me this morning, we were, because uh, I noticed them, like when I, I didn't notice them at first. Yeah. Um, but like I went, I went into his house to take a piss and then I was walking through his driveway and I'm looking down and they're just, <laughs> Everywhere, <laughs> like live still, right? Yeah, a they lot, haven't done that creepy molting thing or whatever. A lot of them are molted. A lot of them are just like in the process of dying, oh, like uh, right there. Oh god! So it's like it's like know, Men in Black, and it's you like can horrible. hear them. You can hear that they make the classic like leg crunchy <laughs> sound. You know? <clears throat> yeah. So he, uh, I told him, I asked him, I'm like, do these things just like every 17 years just come out of the ground to fuck and die? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Yeah. He's like, they fuck, they eat each other, maybe, right. and they die. And he was like, boy, sure glad those haven't gone extinct yet. <laughs> Good thing we've preserved those. Right. It's like it's like a terror of prehistoric proportion. The way these yeah. things live. Yeah, they're and they're fucking nasty. I mean, they're just. I remember the last time it happened. I was. Uh, well, it, got it, the seventeen year one. Yeah, eleven means. eleven years, something like that. Uh, actually, <laughs> we were on our way to Florida. Yeah. So it was Florida, Florida. <laughs> so I, I was like 11 years old at the time or somewhere yeah. around there. Uh, and they were fucking. I remember we stopped at a rest stop and, and they were more, and they were fucking. They were, fu- they were fucking. fucking. They were everywhere. Right in front of my hey, cell. Watch it here. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm fucking here. <laughs> hey, can't get back hey. to the minivan. I'm trying to fuck away. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Uh, hold on, I'm taking my hey, shell off. Kid. Watch it's twenty dollars. <laughs> don't, don't make me take my shell off and come over there and beat your ass, kid. <laughs> get the fuck back in your van. <laughs> no, you don't get any Doritos. <laughs> Next episode on AMC presents Trucker Cicadas. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, hey, kid, you got any meth? <laughs> Trucker cicadas of Route 66. Yeah, I'm just a little bit down on my luck, kid. You got any drugs? <laughs> I'd like, like to take some drugs before I fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, just a cicada leaned up on a lamppost yeah. with like right. smoking a cigarette butt. Yeah. Not even and smoking like a gas station cigar that you get in a bag. <laughs> hey, kid, hey, kid, what you need? What you need? He just opens up his coat and it's just more dead shells. <laughs> like, hey, kid, you, you want some shells? You got, I got some dead shells. I got uh, in this pocket. I got some uh, some more dead shells. No, no, my God, no, that's no, that's gross. <laughs> hey, get the fuck out of here, kid. He's scared off my customers. He's scared, he scared off the the, lo- the other locusts. He's scared off the other cicadas. I'm gonna fuck. Okay, that's dumb. Uh, but I'm glad we pursued that one all the way to the end. Um, they fuck. Yeah, they fuck. They definitely fuck. Oh, those bugs fuck. <laughs> uh, so that's. I guess that's the bad news. Is these things are all over the place, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Not I by me. Not by me. I haven't seen. Thankfully. Not by me. <laughs> they must be in like clusters. Like they must yeah. be in like patches, right? They must hang out near each other. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they they burrow underground. Yeah. And then they just live there for a while, and yeah. then they come out and annoy the fuck out of you for like three weeks, and then they <laughs> die. Can't we just blowtorch these things all to death and never have to deal with them again? I, I, mean, ho- I hope so. I don't. I don't know if they actually do anything for the environment. I don't. I would imagine not. Other than leave around protein-rich husks for other things to eat. Yeah, who cares, though? <laughs> it's, it's gross. Isn't that what it. we have pigs for? <laughs> what? You slaughter them and you, get, you eat those protein-rich rich husks. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. That is what their whole body is, is just like a protein-rich yeah. husk for their bones. <laughs> right? Someone told me the other day, who, I, had, I had a vegetarian tell me, uh, you know, pigs are as smart as dogs. And I went, oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> well, that's great. Don't, don't care. I hope I absorb some of that intelligence while I eat every last one. <laughs> Eating the last known pig. Um, well, you said that's the bad news. Do you have any good news? No, I, you know what? I had a great day. Uh, I, w- I went over, got up real early, um, which is weird considering the amount of jalapeno poppers that I stuffed into my mouth last night. Oh, those are so um, good. Yeah. Uh, you know, and drinking beer, got up real early, helped him work on that. Went to go uh, immediately, went to go get lunch with dad. Yeah. Um, you know, had a nice time. Always have a nice time with him. Talked a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then I went home and took a nap. I'm having a great day. That's great. That's great. I, I, the fact that you guys are both not feeling fucked is, uh, unseemly to me, but okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, how often does that happen? We, I mean, we had... Yeah, one, one, one of, of us, us usually, yeah, but not two out of three. No, not oh. having, a, having a great day, having a pretty good week. But the truth is, even me in feeling fucked, it's kind of tongue in cheek, realistically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is, I'll say, uh, so uh, I, I took part in the Ryobi Days sale since yeah. Alec turned me on to it, and I got a couple of rechargeable batteries, and I got my my uh, uh, impact driver that I'm all excited yeah. about. But then, in doing so, I realized they have an electric everything. Yeah, dude. And I knew they had a lot of tools, but like everything up to and including an electric push mower. Yeah. You can like <laughs> mow your lawn with a big green Ryobi lawn mower. Yeah, dude. That makes not no noise, but very little noise. That's sick. Yeah. Huh. Um, the, I, I was looking at it and it's like uh, I had to know what it sounded like. Right. Because I'm like, how, how, how quiet can this be? It's like. It's like you're hearing mostly just the blades, kind of. Yeah, sort of. I mean, it still kind of kind of chugs a bit, yeah. but it's an electric chug. It's totally different. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I guess the, the reason I'm feeling fucked is I'm starting to do stuff like I'm building things and I'm realizing I'm I'm ne- there's going to be no end to how much money I'm going to throw at the Ryobi Corporation. They're great, dude. <laughs> it's it will never stop. Great, great tools for like. 30 or 40 dollars less 30 to 130 dollars less yeah. than what you'd buy you know like the better easily the quote-unquote better brand i got a table it. saw and a uh uh like a miter saw yeah for like about 280 bucks when yeah. i bought them that would be one saw yeah from someone else yeah right you yeah know? they fucking kill it they're great yeah yeah but it's, um, just, it's, it's never gonna end in it's this like stop. in this like post craftsman era yes you know, where, 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 where craftsman has sold their name and now they're garbage do they still do the thing where you can take a thing back and get it replaced for free? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I, I think they still honor the warranty because usually there's contingencies in place for that. Uh, but Craftsman used to be like the go to because they yeah. were like uh, not crazy expensive tools right. uh, that would last and they had a lifetime warranty. I mean, yeah. like what, what more could you ask for? They'll replace it for you if it ever fails to do its job. If I buy a wrench and it breaks and I could just go to yeah. someone and be like, give me another one. What other thing in the right. world can you do that with for life? <laughs> right, right. I mean, Craftsman was just basically, uh, you know, blue collar snap on. I mean, it's budget. I was going to say, I feel like Snap-on are the guys that, at least most recently, kind of, like, took over that throne. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, Snap-on's is, been, like, yeah. consistently I would hot. say within the last decade. Mm, they've always been pretty good, but, like, yeah, I, I guess maybe more prevalent. More people know the name now. Yeah. But Snap-on tools, I mean, they've always been, like, you'll spend $50 on a wrench. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're, they're you know, right. they're a little nutso. But, yeah, they're... Uh, the stuff's good, you know, and I guess that's maybe a good reason we're fucked. It's craftsman's yeah. shit now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like it's oh God, it's emblematic of so many other things like it where it's yeah. like, oh, we used to have this really great, awesome, reliable consumer brand. And then everything about it changed except its name. Yeah. And now it's absolute dog shit. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that last night with uh, Frigidaire brand stuff, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you, you guys know this stuff by by virtue of like like working at Best Buy. Yeah, you I guys know to. a lot of these yeah. things. Mm-hmm. But I I I'm still the guy where I'm like, oh, Maytag's probably fine. Whirlpool's probably fine. Yeah, I don't I don't do. really know yeah. what the brands are. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, Maytag's Maytag especially is a little bit better because they actually test everything before it leaves the factory. Well, that's nice. Yeah, which is you get that little extra peace of mind. How about GE? Garbage? No. Really? And actually, GE is consistently like I get to go to all the the like the big the, when I go out to Connecticut every year. That's yeah. a vendor mm-hmm. show, so they the vendors pay for us to go to the casino every that's year, it? and we have to. That's it. That's it. They <laughs> well, they also pay for my drinking binge when I'm out there. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yes, that's they it. also pay for my hangover here in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they uh, they send us out there every year to yeah. as a product vendor show. Yeah, uh, and every year. The GE class, which is always like two and a half hours long, GE every fucking year, just killing it. Oh, really? Everything they do is always so good. They're always the best presentation. They always have the coolest shit. Yeah. Nice. They did, um, I guess it's released, so I can tell you guys now. Okay. Uh, they, they have this thing called the Kitchen Hub, which is basically just a range hood that goes like yeah. over your stove yeah. and, and it vents and it has the light and everything. But it's just a it's, giant iPad. It's like the center of your whole kitchen experience. Yeah, it's, oh, that's it's so cool. It's this giant, like it's it's a thirty inch wide thing, so it's like a twenty six inch screen. Yeah, uh, and it's like it operates like a tablet. This thing has got uh, Tasty Recipe app, Netflix, YouTube, Snapchat. <laughs> you mean uh, to tell me I can watch Netflix just above my stove, yeah, dude? 
Um, so, and this is just all the nerdy techie stuff. You can, if you want to like video what you're cooking and like show somebody or send it to somebody, you could do it via text message or like, that's the coolest thing. Yeah. Uh, and it'll actually just film. There's cameras. So it'll film straight down on your that's cook surface. So cool. That's fucking sick, dude. They were, we were watching Endgame on it while they were doing the demo or yeah. not Endgame. Um, uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. While yeah. we were doing the demo. Da- fucking that's fucking cool. They had it hooked up. We were watching Netflix. Now, what's that cost? Like uh, like a fifteen hundred? No, thousand thousand bucks. Okay, um, <laughs> thousand bucks. Yeah, not not nearly as bad as I expected. Yeah, expensive, um, but not crazy expensive. Yeah, and then, like, on, with what it is. on the on the like the side of like what it's supposed to do. It's like a six hundred cubic foot per minute vent hood. Oh, which is right, crazy right. good. Yeah, um, on average they're like three hundred, right? Yeah, roughly. Like the, 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 actually, now closer to two hundred. Yeah, um, two hundred <laughs> two two fifty. I was looking into these because I. Want one yeah yeah you yeah. definitely need, yeah, need one up one. there yeah. um but yeah it's fucking fucking cool they consistently kill it every year they have a fridge where you can uh brew your coffee like a keurig cup in it <laughs> and it'll auto dispense in the refrigerator yeah, filtered water it'll heat your and and it's smart operated so you can wake up and go uh hey alexa uh tell G- uh, geneva is the the like the program that it oh, runs right. through. So, like okay hey alexa tell geneva to preheat my coffee to 132 degrees Wow. <laughs> or 192 degrees. Bam. You can. Oh, wow. And it'll preheat your fridge. And then you come downstairs, <laughs> put your mug on it. Bam. Drop that the makes pot my coffee, ma- coffee maker seem so damned Soviet Dude, where it's like <laughs> temperature is what it is. Mm-hmm. It you is can hot. also you can also scan uh, the you if you work with the, the app that they have, you can scan it on your phone like any frozen dinner. Unbelievable. You scan it on your phone and it'll preheat your oven to that. Uh, and on the more advanced ones, the microwaves, you can preheat your microwaves. You're like, it'll, it'll like set the time on your microwaves. So I you want it. it up and close. It's fucking I cool. can not believe this. Dude, it is fucking killer. Your mic good? Yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm fucking with these elastic things. Yeah. No, uh, it's, it's sweet, dude. It's, uh, I love shit like that. They consistently crush it. So, um, all right. Well, I'm um, the kitchen of the future. Early recommendation by GE. It's fucking <laughs> great. <laughs> also, GE, sponsor us. Uh, right. Yeah, right. Uh, I would. I'm saying, if I ever had an offer to work for GE to do like one of those vendor trainings, I would do it in a heartbeat. See, I, so I had no idea. Cool. I, I just don't know what's good anymore. I'm really gonna have to ask you every time I go to buy. Oh anything. yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, that's what we're here for. But uh, yeah, I'm fucked because Ryobi is gonna take all my money for the next two years. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Ryobi, dude. There's worse things you can spend your money on. Yeah, like think, uh, like cicada husks, for example. <laughs> <laughs> like cicada husks out of the open trench coat of a giant. Human-sized cicada. Hey, yeah, and, they, you, and they've been fucking in those things, too. Yeah, seedy. Hey, yeah. kid, you want to buy a Midas? Uh? <laughs> yeah, seedy in more ways than one. I got a cordless drill. It's got your name on it. <laughs> Come on, my kid's got to eat. <laughs> it's also covered in husks. I hope that's okay. <laughs> it's not a problem, is it? <laughs> It's weird. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back in a minute, we will play Would You Rather and then talk about the main topic for this episode. Yeah, yeah. All right, stick around. Yeah, yeah. Yup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Three Dude Podcast. Hey, yeah. Ah. Uh, you can find us at threedudecast.com. If you're wondering whether that's spelled with the numeral three or the word three, the answer is yes. We're so proud of ourselves. We're so clever. We're such clever boys. Wow. <laughs> We've switched hosting to Podbean. You can still find us on iTunes and Google Play. Mm-hmm. So give us a like. Yeah, give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a review somewhere. Give, give us a sandwich. Give us a high five. Give us sponsorship. Please give us a hug. Give us that money. 
where the motherfucking cheese go at? I don't know. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I don't Dean know. And Gene Ween. <laughs> I know I've already recommended it. Go listen to the go listen to the Ween brothers. Who aren't actually brothers. The brothers Ween. The brothers Ween. <laughs> Dean and Gene Ween. Uh, where did that cheese go? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're back. Yes. It is this show still. Ah, it sure is, bud. Um, and I have for you guys a would you rather. Now, right. normally when I present you with a would you rather, I like to give it a, the scenario. A, there's a good and bad side to it. Oh, Bo, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> wow. The dog just, uh, dog just ripped ass yeah, over there? Yeah, he just let an atom bomb down. Woo. He even looks like he feels bad about it. Yeah, I would, too. <laughs> I mean, also good job, but whoop. get out of here! Oh, come on, dog. He's still, it's it's the thunderstorm. He's he's he doesn't want to leave thund- us alone. It's the thunder. It's the thunder. I'm surprised it's still thundering. To be honest, yeah, it's been happening since we all got together. But yeah. Anyway, normally I present you with like a good scenario with a bad angle. This is all bad. All right. This is all bad. <laughs> I'm tired of you guys going. No, immediately I want this one. So I decided <laughs> to give you nothing good. You've been doing this, you know, regularly. What the? We, uh, we, we're still gonna find a scenario where we go. Okay, yeah, that one. <laughs> For maybe, some arbitrary reason maybe. that makes no sense. <laughs> okay, so would you rather uh-huh. have a talking gremlin for a penis, <laughs> or be a gremlin's talking penis? <laughs> Um, oh my god, <laughs> you absolute monster! <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, this is a no win scenario I've been um, dreaming of. I the initial impression is I want to be the penis. Do you want to know anything about the gremlin? <laughs> yes, I, I since it, seems as, it seems as though you prepared. I would, for I it. would love to tell you more about the gremlin. It's just the gremlin from the movie Gremlins. Oh, it's okay. that big, oh, mean, yeah. scary green gremlin. Okay. Uh, that's, that's all, the gremlin. That sounds fucking rad. Well, sure. If if he's if, if he's if he's your penis, there's some utility to that too. <laughs> Elaborate. Hey, everyone, check out this gremlin penis. I, hey, anybody uh, want to touch it? <laughs> nope. nope. Okay. All right. I I think uh, being someone else's genitalia would be the ultimate nightmare scenario. I want my freedom of movement. I want to be able to play video games still. So mm. I would have a gremlin for a penis. But you've got a gremlin penis. Yeah. Man. But I can still, like, hold down a job, presumably, and eat things. Yeah, but also think about, like, you don't have to have a job. You don't have to have a job. You can just sleep all day in the sweaty pouch of the gremlin's pants. It's like like being a dog. You don't have any responsibilities anymore, except, of course, to show up and be a penis whenever the time is right. But other than that. And no freedom. So where, okay, when the gremlin has to urinate, does it come out of my mouth? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Fuck. Dude, you open wide and you're just like <laughs> gushing, gushing urine. Great. And then he shakes you around and great. you're done. What a great visual. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, so if the gremlin's my penis, it's yeah. definitely alive and sentient, right? Like it's its own. Yeah. The, well, with the gremlin. Yeah, it's not. It's not like no, it's he's a guy. He does. He does a normal gremlin things. He brings you along for the ride. Your, no, no, penis. I mean, like, if he's my penis. Oh, if he's your the gremlin's p- like a. It's not like it just looks like. A, no, no, a no. He thinks like a gremlin. He just can't get out of there. He won't hurt you. Yeah, he won't hurt you because you're part of the host organism that supports him. <laughs> but he's not nice to you. Oh, he's going to be a dick to me? A little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, he, yes. Yes, he will. On he will. multiple <laughs> levels. <laughs> 
Fuck, I, that's that's impossible. You can't you can't make me I, choose. This. You know what? It's the no win scenario I dreamed of. Shit. Choose your poison. You know, my initial thought is to go as the penis. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you got to remember the gremlins wearing pants, so most of the time you're kind of alone. Uh, for yes, that's the problem. I don't want to be alone forever. <laughs> Although I'm going to be alone forever if I have a gremlin dick. Yep. <laughs> yep. Either way, <sighs> baby, would you still love me if my dick was a gremlin? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, see, there you go. Hard. Exactly. That's a hard no and a uh-huh. soft gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> And there's our episode title. <laughs> a hard no and a soft gremlin. Um, <laughs> ah, fuck you, dude. I know. Um, I thought that this would, would be a little trickier than normal. I hate that I have to answer this way, but I'm going to go with I want the gremlin penis, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, what's the rationale here? What's I, better about this scenario than the other one? The only thing is what Ben brought up is I get to like live my life as I see fit. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't have to have urine in my mouth. <laughs> Unless I want to. <laughs> Unless you choose to. That's an option you can take. Your gremlin penis won't stop anyone from peeing in your mouth. No. Well, that's good. That's- <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, just because I get to live, I guess. Although yeah. it's going to be horrible and I'll probably commit suicide. Yeah, probably. As if I needed a reason. <laughs> no, I'm no. joking. I'm joking. So you're going, you're going, you're going gremlin for a penis. I'm going gremlin for a penis. Did he, I mean, right. I mean, he's basically, you know, he's just from the waist up, right? He doesn't have legs. He just has the I waist know. and the wavy arms. I, I, and, I can, yeah, I yeah. can see it. Trust right. me. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm so fat. I haven't seen my penis in like 10 years. So. Hey, the advantages yeah, of being so fat. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, what do you, 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 you came down pretty much on having a gremlin penis. Yeah. Huh? Yep. I gotta say, I agree with you guys. Yeah. Tables unanimous. <laughs> All right. I don't want to be. I don't want to be trapped in some gremlin's uh, sweaty undershorts. Yeah. Team gremlin penis. <laughs> <laughs> or right. as opposed to team penis gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, well, all right. That one wasn't as uh, complicated as I thought it was, but it was certainly a no one's happy type scenario. Yeah, thanks. That's yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for putting that visual into my head. You're very welcome. Oh, I'm Chris. (laughs) Hi, Chris. I'm dead. There we go. That's fucking A. That's the three dude cast. I remember right back on track. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about the topic. Yeah. Somehow in three seasons of this show. We have never talked about the times we've been the most scared. Ooh. Fear. Uh-huh. And I figured tonight on a dark and stormy night with uh, spooky lightning <laughs> and thunder everywhere, it might be appropriate to talk about some times when we've been genuinely terrified. Okay. Or yeah. maybe the things that haven't happened to us yet, but that we fear happening in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight's episode is fear. Gremlin penis. <laughs> gremlin penis. Yeah. Gremlin for a penis. Yeah. That's a, that's a good fear to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, uh, I can start us off with a recent one. I forgot. He talks. You guys remember that, right? He oh, talks. yeah, we yeah. know. He talks to you. Trust me. Okay. I'm aware. Okay. Got okay. We're moving on. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So who's got something to start us off? Oh, I do. I'm just not doing it. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> well, no. Um, no, I have something to start us off. This is a recent one. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I killed somebody the other day, and I had to find a, <laughs> I had to find a place to get rid of the body, right? So yeah, sure. The first you thing do. you got to do is is hack it into little pieces, cause right? You, and put it in different places, so you it's need a lot your harder. Tools. Yeah, right. Yeah, you need so your you need, you need your, your Ryobi, uh, <laughs> right? 
You need that sawzall to take the shoulder See, joint apart. The problem apart. is it wasn't Ryobi days at the time, so I had to pay full price. Uh, it was just, you know, fucking horrible. That's, you spend way too much to get right. rid of your dead bodies. You're right, and then I got blood all over my bathroom floor, and that's going to look bad. <laughs> oh, this happened in the bathroom? Yeah. Oh. Well, it didn't happen in the bathroom. I just... You know, took care of it in the bathroom. I see. <laughs> right. You know, after I was done jerking off. <laughs> no. No. That's not true. Uh, no. Uh, what I was actually going to talk about oh before God. I got off on the tangent uh, is uh, sometime last year. <laughs> this is going to sound so fucking stupid and idiotic. Oh, right. Um, I, I got sick. I had a very, very bad sinus infection that lasted for a long time. Last year. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so it lasted for a long time, uh, and uh, I was doping myself up on cheap cold medicine, like yeah. Dayquil, dollar store Dayquil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hate fucking taking cold medicine because it just wires me and it just puts me in a weird half stoned state of mind. Yeah, a lot yeah. of that stuff is uh, well, the like decongestant type stuff is all like stimulants. It's right? speed, yeah. yeah. It's so speed, yeah, right. So coupled with the fact that I drink like four, four or two, six cups of coffee at work a mm-hmm. day. Yep. With the cold medicine, it was just the right cocktail for like I. Okay, so like you I don't would make this great amphetamines. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like <laughs> this is great. This <laughs> the only thing that would make this the. Uh, the only thing that could have made this this scenario worse is if I was also uh, doing cocaine <laughs> yeah, at the time. Right. Just a oh. quick bump, and then my uh, then my over the counter pill. So <laughs> I, I I had this like crazy wired half stoned cocktail of lots of coffee and oh cold God. medicine, and I was like two or three days into this really, I guess probably closer to four days into this really nasty head cold, mm-hmm. and I uh, started using a neti pot. Oh yeah, um, I like the neti. Pot. I do too. But the thing is, I I just like, and I'm I like I I'm the guy who like does everything correctly and follows the directions. Yeah, you and, put the saline packet right. in. And yeah. So okay, I went to the store specifically to buy distilled water. And what I did when I pulled my neti pot out because uh-huh. I didn't have any distilled water on hand, mm-hmm. I I put the saline packet in. I always use two packets when I'm really sick because it helps you know sure uh, break that up a little better. So I did that. And then instead of taking the brand new, totally unopened bottle of distilled water, I just filled it out of the tap, oh. which is like a big no-no. Yeah, right. Because of brain, <laughs> brain-eating amoebas, right? Which is yeah. super rare, but possible. Super, and like I can't stress to you enough how incredibly, overwhelmingly yeah. rare this is. That's like being afraid that you're going to pour a shark into your neti pot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's like it's like it's almost certainly not going to happen. Yeah. If you put a hundred thousand dollars on it. That you could do that every day for a year and you wouldn't get it, you'd probably win your money back. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> like it's it's super rare. It's mm-hmm. not, but like the thing is, I was on just enough cocktail of like medicine and coffee every day yeah. that I, I'm like ah. Oh, I, I at first it was a joke. I was like oh man, I think I might. I like I realized that as I was finishing, I'm like oh fuck. What have I done? What have I done? I forgot to use the distilled water, and it was a joke. I'm like, ah, you know, I think I might get a brain-eating amoeba. And then, (laughs) like, like, I told Trisha, and she's like, you're not going to get a brain-eating amoeba. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just fucking around. And the thing is, that night, I made the mistake of Googling it. No. Uh, It's Nogara Fowlery, if I remember correctly. All right. Um, Something, it's pronounced like that and i saw the picture of the thing and i read the accounts of what it does to you yeah. <laughs> um and i don't know if you've ever done the deep dive just look up brain eating amoeba on I, google you i can, can only imagine <laughs> cool. how yeah, I'll, horrible i'll do that never <laughs> yeah, right um <laughs> the thing is basically you do it all of a sudden you get flu-like symptoms that are flu-like symptoms for a day and then become very intense 
and your brain swells and you get this undying, horrible fever. And then you go into a coma for three weeks and then you die. Oh, my God. There is no (laughs) like three weeks. Yeah. Like within three weeks of doing it. That's insane. So you you go through this horrible nightmare and most of it, you're going to be unconscious. And the survival rate is less than one percent. Oh, my there's, God. There's been like there's been like one or two recorded cases of someone making it through that. And the two that did were severely brain damaged for the rest of their life. <laughs> so it's like you're fucked. Like, that's the end. You're uh, done. You're, yeah, you're God. absolutely done. So the thing is, I, I, it was a joke to me <laughs> the first course. time I said it, right? Because I'm like, oh. And then I read this. And then you're like coked out brain on your on all your over-the-counter yeah. pills goes, it might be happening to me right, right now. And I'm it trying to, like, I can't stress enough. We drink, a, we're in sales. So, okay, we drink a lot of fucking coffee at work. Yep. A lot of coffee. That's just, it's either cocaine or coffee, and coffee's cheaper. <laughs> so, you know, we're we're just going going through this and, like, and I'm just doping myself on cold medicine. And yeah. it just, I got so... I uh, paranoid, paranoid and anxious. And like, I don't have an anxiety problem. I have never had an anxiety problem. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not, it's not something that I've ever had to deal with or understand. And I was having like panic attacks. Yeah. Like one night I, and this was like a week and a half into it. I kept like, I woke up in the middle of a dead sleep at three 30 in the morning with cold sweats. And I was just, freaking out like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i kept thinking i was gonna die yeah i had to call off work i missed a day of work (laughs) because i was freaking out so bad yeah uh and like basically what what basically fixed it was i stopped fucking taking the cold medicine (laughs) i just i i I cut way back on the coffee and then i just stopped taking cold medicine and suffered do you take things according to the label yeah okay Mm -hmm. good yeah i was gonna say at least you're not just popping them like whatever you feel no no, I don't know if you've ever been on a NyQuil, DayQuil high, but uh, <laughs> no, no, I've never taken enough to be like, wow. Yeah, don't mix them together and don't drink them out of the bottle like an animal. It's not a, it's not a good idea. Trust me. If I could, I could so. never. They taste like ass. Bad dude. things happen to good people. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, you know, everyone talks about that uh, sort of like uh, uh, DayQuil kind of or NyQuil trip, right? Yeah. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Or is it uh, Robitussin? No, it's Robitussin. Yeah, it's Robitussin. That's Robitussin. the one. The, the healing power of the tussle. tussle. Yeah. No, but I, 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 and even then, after I quit, I quit taking the, the medicine. It was like, there's yeah. like a sweet spot where it's like seven to ten days after you do that, that's when the symptoms start to show up. Oh my god! So I had like three days of sheer and utter terror because I'm like. This is the day. This is the day. I'm just going to start. I'm going to because the thing is, it's like you, you have like head cold flu like symptoms. And yeah. I had those already because I was already sick, which yeah. is why I use the fucking neti pot. <laughs> so it was like it's like a double whammy because I'm like, oh, God, this is it. Every everything was like, I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to die. I did, I, I'm not going to be able to separate it. And I just I've never I haven't had a panic attack. I hadn't had a panic attack. And like, yeah. I don't know, 15 years before that. I was a teenager the last time that happened to me. Yeah. And I just, I, I, I was like fucking terrified. I, 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 I know what this is like. I yeah. know what this feeling is. Yeah. I had like convinced myself that I was going to die. I was like making my peace with God. <laughs> like I was just, I was just <laughs> going like, through and do, taking a tally of all the bad things you ever did. <laughs> it was real, seriously. Like I had, yeah. I had talked myself into believing that this was going to happen to me. So. I've had times where I've like, like, especially it's usually when I'm trying to lay down and fall asleep. Yeah. And it is usually when I've had too much caffeine 
where I'm just laying there feeling my pulse in my neck. Yeah. Going, yep, I could just, I could feel the blockage moving into place to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Here's the aneurysm. Here, here, I mean, I mean, like, seriously. Here comes Mr. Aneurysm. Well, no, it just. <laughs> oh, Mr. Aneurysm? No, like, seriously, I got to. And I disable your brain, oh, Mr. Aneurysm. <laughs> no, sorry. like, I seriously, like, feel like the, the, the saturated fat in my diet is, like, making its home in my neck. Yeah. It scares the hell no, out of me. No, it's probably making it in your, in your heart more than anything. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, that's, that's usually where it sits. Not so much in your neck. Yeah. A, a blood clot would sit in your neck. Yeah. And you would never be able to predict that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You'd never know. This is the shit that keeps me up at night. This you would just, you could just, like, we could just be doing this podcast and you could just. Jesus Christ. Off the no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh I'm kidding. Don't do that. I, yeah, but th- I know what you mean by the, the the terror of like just thinking about what things can happen to you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like it's a little bit of an obsessive thing. And for most most of us, uh, it's not a useful exercise. Worrying no, really horrible. can't do anything for you. Um, the one good thing that came out of it, I know now, like all the jokes that I've ever self deprecating jokes I ever made my whole life. Yeah, I don't want to die. <laughs> I'm not ready to die. <laughs> I just learned I don't want to. I die. just I just I figured it out all in that moment. Like. No, na- I I don't want to die. <laughs> I, I want to be alive still. Still got stuff I got to do. Apparently, I don't know what that is, but I don't want to die. So, ah, uh, yeah, no, I, I relate to that fear. I really do. Yeah, I I mean, I had a fucking like f- several, yeah, full blown panic attacks, and uh-huh. then I would talk myself down off the ledge. Like, no, no, you're fine. You're just being an idiot and i would yeah. joke about it and then would be like but no seriously <laughs> yeah you're gonna die you had this little <laughs> voice in my head that it's was, so bad yeah it's so bad that Always was the most is. scared that i can remember being recently i mean that was just terrifying yeah. so i remember some years ago uh and you guys probably already know about this i'm sure I, i'm pretty sure i told this story to you guys already but uh uh the time i was i was driving down uh uh 11 uh, coming into Austin Town uh, to pick my brother up from his uh, work because he worked. He was working at the uh, O'Donnell's over there at the time, and uh, I I hit standing water doing sixty five and started hydrate. I did a yeah. com- my car did a complete three sixty. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Before yeah. before I was able to like do what I wanted to do and and steer it into the median, so I would just like stop. Yeah. Right. Um, which is what you're supposed to do. That's that's good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I um. Yeah, so like as soon as it as soon as it started going sideways, all I all I did was shout no. Like <laughs> like not even like not even like as a I mean, yeah, I was I was afraid, but yeah. but it was more like as an angry reaction, like you fucking piece of shit. Do what I tell you. <laughs> right, exactly. I, I had a similar reaction when I had my car accident in February. No! When, I, when I noticed yeah. the guy behind me, I think I just went like I don't even think I said a word. I just went like ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was partly. It was partly anger. It was partly me just, you know, fucking like, like motherfucker, stop it. Actually, yeah. I remember I said shit. Yeah. Then, then I got hit. That's yeah. What it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, it was pretty fucking terrifying. Yeah. I, I ended up doing a complete three sixty while in motion, oh, uh, and then uh, I was able to get like you know relatively straight and you know take off into the median. Yeah. Uh, there was no one near me at the time thank fucking god uh yeah. but the guy the guy who was like way behind me uh pulled over to make sure i was okay yeah, yeah. um i was my the uh the alignment on my dad's car was not yeah well <laughs> dude, fuck the car you know right yeah yeah can i tell but, you a uh, weird dream i had once pretty that still easy fix, freaks all me things out? considered yeah right i had a dream when i was a kid i was maybe like eight or nine years old 
We had bunk beds in my room. My brother was on the top bunk and I was in the bottom bunk, right? Uh. So, you know, in the bottom bunk, you can see out sort of the bottom where your feet are, you, you know, because it's yeah. open there. Or at least they often are. Right. So I remember having a dream when I was a kid, waking up in the middle of the night, bedroom door is wide open. There is a nondescript figure standing in oh. my doorway, like a sort of like a like a white puffy kind of looking figure, like a the Michelin man. Yeah, but like less fat, <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like it okay, has like, the Grand Wizard of the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Pope Benedict. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, but it, it was. I remember being sort of almost like a doll-like figure, and having very little eyes, and that's it. Like that's all I remember about its face. Oh, ooh. and I remember just standing there, looking at me. Which is, did you did you used to have sleep paralysis? Uh, I've never had sleep paralysis, but I have had those sort of like sleep interruptions where I'd like get up and walk around the house and stuff yeah. like that. Um, or talk in my sleep, or crawl around in my yeah. sleep. Yeah, I talk in my sleep because seeing seeing figures is something is something I've heard about sleep paralysis. Yeah, that if you like, you wake up and I had sleep paralysis once, and that was way later. I remember laying on my side facing a wall, and I was lucky I was facing a wall yeah. because I hear what happens to people with the sleep paralysis. They you know, like they see things like kind of like what I saw in that dream, I guess. Right, but they can't move or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I had that where I open, I slowly kind of peeled my eyes open. <laughs> And was staring at the wall and couldn't move anything else. Yeah. And that's kind of fucked up. That happened yeah. that happened to me for a few seconds and then like I like very gradually kind of yeah. started moving my leg. It, it was only for a few seconds. It was when I was very, very young. I haven't had that since. Yeah. It's strange. It's very it's it uh I've I've heard that it's it's fucking unsettling and yeah. not fun. Do you guys have a lot of nightmares? Not anymore. No, I um. Well, not anymore. Towards the end of towards the end of my tenure at my last job, I was starting to have nightmares about work. Um, I was starting to have nightmares about my job, like pretty yeah. much on any night where I didn't drink. Yeah. Um. Normally, when I drink, I don't dream or or I, I don't remember my dreams. Maybe that's sort of just alcoholed all that. Out <laughs> yeah. Of the system. No. Yeah. You, right. you don't you don't remember your dreams yeah. after, or I I don't at least. Yeah. Um. I, I I think I I'm acutely aware of the fact that I dream sometimes, but I don't I don't remember them. I used to always yeah. remember my dreams. Yeah. Anymore. I'm fairly sure I had a I had some kind of nightmare uh, not last night but the light the, the night before okay. it was some kind of but I I can't remember exactly what it was it must not have been that bad because I don't remember like any negative because uh, you know how yeah. it, when you have like a bad dream or a nightmare like, you'll like carry that with you for a lot of the rest of the day yeah I don't think it was that bad I think it was I think it was just like weird i don't know if it was like particularly scary at all i've had some weird nightmares that don't even they're not they're not even rooted in any anything logical like yeah. I, I had a nightmare once that robin wright was like standing in a dark room <laughs> mrs underwood yes mrs fucking <laughs> underwood and she looked at me with this like face that was almost like the scream kind of thing yeah. like it's just her mouth was open and she looked really upset or scared and i fucking bolted up out of bed yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't have to be scary it just has to be unsettling i yeah. guess yeah but i have a oh, lot of dreams like that i had a i had a really really vivid nightmare when i was in high school oh god uh, where me and this this girl i was partnered with on an art project uh were like in like this hell version of the school i know exactly i i was playing a lot of doom 3 at the time yeah. Uh, so it was like the you know blood all over the walls and like fire out, every, outside of every window. So there was like, and there was this dude in a trench coat with a knife that was coming after us, and oh we didn't God. know where in the school he was. 
That's um, fucked up. I, I woke up thinking like, thinking like, you know, holy shit, what the what the fuck? But then like as the day went on, I was like, it's actually kind of a badass nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, as you gain distance from it, it stops being so scary. It just, be, right. it just becomes the thing, you, uh, the thing you talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Right? See, most of my dreams, I think I've told you guys before, most of my dreams are fucking, like, either really crazy cool action movies or just fucking boring. Yeah. Like, I, I have dreams. <laughs> You've told me your boring <laughs> dreams before, I think. Okay, yeah, can, okay. Can you tell me one of them again? I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you my favorite <laughs> boring dream that I've ever had. I'll, I'll give you one after you die. <laughs> I had a dream that I was in the Star Wars universe. Okay. So, <laughs> What's, oh, that sounds amazing. Wait, no, I remember no, no, no. this. <laughs> you would think so. What, what, you, were you, like, a junk dealer or something? No, I was in the Star Wars universe, and... <laughs> I love this. What, so what much. are the? <laughs> oh god! So I'm in, I'm in, I'm like, which is like awesome. You're like, oh, cool Star Wars universe, but I didn't get to do the cool Jedi fighting, like uh, <laughs> bounty hunting Star Wars universe. I was, I was in the Senate. I was in the Galactic Senate. <laughs> so it's, it's just me this whole time in like big flowy robes, and like they're, they're like, and we're, and we're talking about what we need to talk to the Jedi about, where we need to like talk to the Jedi about them going to take care of something. And I remember there's a part of the dream. I distinctly remember there's a part of the dream where like, okay, we're in a we're in a ship and we're heading to Coruscant, presumably, yeah. for you nerds out there, uh, <laughs> to go to a Galactic Senate meeting. And instead I'm thinking, like, instead of like looking out the ship like into space, it's like there's a camera. Watching me yeah. and the two other like, like you see in the, the like the the shot into the Millennium Falcon sort of cocktail. Yeah, exactly. Like but it, but it's like me and then two other uh, like senators who are there to represent. <laughs> and like we're, I'm watching myself not in like <laughs> like not looking out into space. So, I'm yeah. watching yeah. me. Like, what do you think about Dantooine's rider on the yeah, new appropriations it's, it's bill? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we're like talking about like where the Jedi are going to go. And I remember there's a point where I'm like in the Senate while well, they're having a senate hearing and my dream self goes <laughs> I had a dream where I was bored I dreamed that you were having a boring version all the cool star dream. wars shit was happening, was happening away uh. from what I was doing but I was in, it was definitely a star wars universe I was just like that's that's the kind of dream that I have and then uh. I'll have fucking cool dream I'll have that and then I'll have a dream like I had a dream uh, years ago once where uh, me and a group of all my friends from high school were armed with weapons and we were in Egypt and we were crawling through the pyramids as though the pyramids are hollow. And we were trying to get to the top of the pyramids because there was an alien invasion happening. Yeah. And we had to we had to navigate our way through this like pyramid, like the, this maze inside the pyramids and get to the top and activate something. And all these alien a, things were just picking off my friends one by that one. That sounds like a desperate plan. Sounds like a sounds like a real mad pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah, No, but I remember the dream ended like I had a shotgun and I was in the back of the room, and uh, this this thing like this alien thing ran out on all fours, and they're like, "Look out!" because they could hear it. And I looked behind me, 
And this alien thing just runs like a dog. And you know how like a dog slides on linoleum? Yeah, yeah, It did yeah. that from the top Up of the this pyramid. ramp. Well, like he was on, like I'm here. There's this ramp like this. Oh, okay. That's, and I turn around and I go to shoot at this thing. And I miss because it slides like linoleum slides. Yeah. And then jumps up on the wall from like comes back in, jumps up on the wall, jumps on the opposite side of the wall. <laughs> and then like, all of a sudden bangs the gavel and sent it in session. <laughs> no. And you have to vote on an appropriations <laughs> bill. Oh, man, we got to get. <laughs> oh, man. No, the, the, we got to figure out how we're going to fund this pyramid before the end of the fiscal year oh jeez no i missed this thing three times and then it jumps on top of me and then does this and then i woke up and i was like ah, ah. And i was like cool it was so it was so fucking cool, cool. it's so fucking cool but yeah so my dreams are either like high octane pedal to the metal or they're fucking boring <laughs> i had a dream that i was playing stickball in the 1950s one time <laughs> That was it. That was I just had a dream. And then at like at the end of it, me and like two other neighborhood kids were walking away like the walking into the sunset yeah, shot. The final shot. of Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, that was it. This is me. Me playing stickball. <laughs> nothing fun happened. I can't tell you how many dreams I've had. I think I said this on the show before where I'm sitting on the toilet and so is everyone else. There's a bunch of people. We're all in a communal room. We're all naked sitting on toilets and we're all just peeing. Nice. Like, I'm just peeing with a crowd of people. You peeing sitting down? Yeah. You girl. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's comfortable. I, I mean, I know, but... <laughs> I, I just, it's, I have this dream all the time where it's just like, I'm, and we're just talking. I have... <laughs> <laughs> I have, okay. I have dreams where, and I actually just had one the other night, where I, I, like, start... Like, like I'll be walking somewhere and like I start finding I'll have I'm having trouble like keeping my feet on the ground. So I just decide like, ah, fuck it. And I just start levitating instead. Like, I obviously can't <laughs> help it at this point. So I just like like everyone's looking like, hey, how's it going? What's up? And uh, uh, eventually it, it works by like tensing up the muscles in the small of my back. Yeah. And then like I can I can get, you know, higher the longer I do it. And then like when I drop, I don't like. For lack of a better term, I don't take fall damage. Oh. Like, I'll, I right, can, you can land, you can fall, fall as far yeah. as you want, and just kind of land. Yeah, like if I get too close to a wall, just like kind of kick off of it a little bit, and then yeah. just like eventually come back down. But it's like I, in my dreams, sometimes I have these weird levitating, uh, uh, <laughs> these weird levitation spells that sometimes come over. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! I guess I'm, get I'm doing here. this then. <laughs> I guess I'm just achieving flights. <laughs> Boring. NBD. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I I I guess like a lot of what scares me is probably my dreams. Mm. It's like I have a lot of yeah. nightmares, uh, but I also have like irrational, regular day to day fears. Do you guys do that? Do you feel like there's someone over your shoulder a lot? Yeah, I pretty th- much constantly. Okay, at work. so I guess I I guess I do have some anxiety in that. Like, have you ever been in? Um, I guess this isn't really fear. So prison. But, yeah, you've been in a. Tur- you ever seen a grown man naked? You know, like to hang around the gymnasium. <laughs> <laughs> this, this airplane aside has been brought to you by Roger Stickbastard <laughs> and the Zucker Brothers. Uh, and Peter what Graves. Col- what, a col- Peter Graves. <laughs> what a collaboration. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I have this thing where I think people are always talking about me. Um, oh, really? Like I'll be in a restaurant and I'll hear like a table laughing and it'll be like, oh, they're yeah, what's so fucking funny. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's not really fear. It's just more. No, that's like that. Is, again, it's so like a paranoia thing. Yeah. 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 
Um, I, I, I get the feeling of like like being genuinely afraid, like when I'm like doing things like coming up from the basement and I feel like something's going to chase me up. Mm-hmm. And it's like a visceral full body fear. I feel I, I'm still afraid of the dark. So I like yeah. I have that at night. Like when I get up to pee, I, I always think someone's there. Yeah. I, like I we have bars on the doors and windows to lock them at night so some, nobody can like wedge their way in. Yeah. Right. I've never really I've never had that problem. I don't think really? um, if I'm in some place unfamiliar, then maybe. But not in like. If I'm in a hotel, it's fine because, like, I know there's people everywhere. Yeah. Like, nothing, nothing bad's gonna happen. Right. Um, if I'm sleeping in an unfamiliar house, I'll I'll have that problem sometimes. Um, yeah. But uh, as far as like day to day fears, I don't know. I, I nothing. I every time I think of something, I always I always kind of bring myself out of it by saying, "Now, oh, statistically, it's not gonna happen." <laughs> right. You know. Um, <laughs> Let's see. That blows my mind. Because I can't talk myself out of stuff like that. Me either, yeah. Yeah, either. like whatever it is I'm afraid of, it doesn't matter how unrealistic it and, is. And you know it. Like, you recognize that it's insane yes. and crazy and stupid. Yeah. It feels super real anyway. The the big one that the big one that I always go to, it's not even an everyday fear, is just like any, any fucking scenario involving uh, getting lost in space. Oh, yeah. Um, that nightmare sequence from uh, Apollo 13, uh-huh. for instance. Yeah, the entirety of gravity. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, I still haven't seen gravity. All That's I know good. about it is that flying off into space alone shot. Right. Which apparently is just like the darkest, deepest terror. Yeah. Yeah. F- yeah fuck every part of that. Um, <laughs> fucking uh, like, uh, oh, the um, um, you got you ever see uh, Event Horizon? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, there's there's a part involving an airlock that I'm not gonna spoil for you. Oh my but God. it's pretty gnarly. That's um, that's an upsetting thought to me is being in an airlock and then just the outside getting open and just <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, speaking of space Great movie though, speaking of space movies that terrify me, yeah. There's there's almost no movie I think that fills me with it, a sense of impending dread quite like 2001 a space odyssey does yeah, yeah. perfectly um, crafted to do exactly that to you yeah like like most kubrick movies i think a very different movie in the beginning than it is in the end yeah it, it, it it's done in two distinct parts <laughs> that movie more than any other movie ends very differently yeah right right right, right. <laughs> yeah it does I, I like the ending though i think it's i like it too it's just like it's it comes out of left it's field way <laughs> way ahead of its time yeah it's way ahead of its time mm-hmm. um uh, but yeah, it's uh, like that 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 whole second half of that they set it they set it up so well in the beginning because it's yeah. nice and everything's nice and peaceful and very robotic and mm-hmm. and then the second part of that movie it just it just goes nuts. The, um, the the really sad thing to me is that movies like this not don't get made but are so much harder to get made now. Yeah, because anything that bold and strange and with such specific vision yeah gets run through the committee and then it gets churned up and turned into something that the statistics say the audience are gonna like more yeah like like really bold visionary work like that yeah really has to really has to fight to to maintain Mm. itself I, I I can't describe that movie any better than it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, like you, it, like and if you, I, I don't think I'm. It oughta. <laughs> I don't think I'm spoil. Yeah, right. Especially in this day and age. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm spoiling anything with 2001: A Space Odyssey when I reveal that like the the supercomputer yeah. kind of goes rogue. Yeah. Um. How. Hell, um, kind of goes rogue and just starts offing the crew basically yeah. one by one meticulously. 
Um, and it, it's just, there's nothing and more it, terrifying. Yeah, it really is. Than being alone in space with something that wants to kill you that with has malignant intelligence with all, with yeah. all control over everything around you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, just, I think there's something similar <clears throat> that makes alien work, although not with, you know, with a, with an intelligence or whatever, or, you know, like an artificial intelligence. Alien there's, is so good. There's this isolation type thing uh, um, right. of being so far removed from any kind of safety and being, Alien is so more, more so being good. stalked in that yeah. case, right? Mm. Yeah, Alien, the thing, all genuinely, any of those kind of like extraterrestrial, anything yeah. where you're like alone somewhere, very isolated, and something is after you. Yeah, those yeah. tend to be the most terrifying to me. The the thing, what makes the thing so good is is uh, it, it's it's great at doing unexpected stuff without without being like cheap and jump scary right mm-hmm. there are startling moments sure sure but yeah. but it's all it's all because of the nature of the of the thing that they're up against yeah you know it, it it's it's you know extreme adaptability right and everything and and, and uh they really go to they really went to town like yeah. in, with you know imagination wise oh, coming up with ways that the, that it can you know change and i think it's really worth noting too that the soundtrack of that movie doesn't do the cheap thing that so many movies I do know, which is like why? anticipate the, the the fear and wind up the violin strings and like yeah. there's make, almost you know, no music in that movie right yeah. which is i yeah. think uh, to its credit it lets all of its you know fear develop naturally mm-hmm. yeah it's not like cued to you by music, so you know I'm supposed to be scared now. Right. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre does that too. Yeah. Whereas, like, you, you see a shot of like the inside of that really creepy horror house, right? Yeah. And in any other modern movie, there'd be like, yeah, the crazy string section, like the whiny, you know. Yeah, right. In they, fact, no. I bet the remake did just that. I, I'm sure it did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't watched because I refuse to. Yeah. But like, you know. It's way more scary to see someone doing this horrible shit with nothing there to support you through it. The music kind of like, yeah. the score is there to guide you through the film. So if that's taken away, you're just watching this thing as though it's happening in front of you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's anything. I, I'm a big fan of really subtle, low key kind of. Yeah. Um, ah, the witch does that too. The only times oh, that you see movie. that you <laughs> see music or you hear music in the witch is. When you already kind of expect what's about to happen. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it doesn't mm-hmm. like it lets the exposition speak for itself without any ambiance. Yeah. It's, you know? it's interesting how the witch takes place just in the woods yeah. on Earth at a very specific time in history. Yeah. And yet it feels so remote. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you know they can't mm-hmm. be that far. You know they've walked. They've been they've been sent away. Right. You know right. they can't be that far from human civilization. Sure. But they feel like they are. You know, forever away from any other form right, of life. From everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- terrifying. Yeah, it's both like really remote and really claustrophobic in a way. Yeah, oh, yeah. I fucking love that movie. It's it's, so it's all the it's all the damn trees. I mean, you ever yeah. you ever look at a distant tree line in the middle of the night? <laughs> it's just yeah. Oh my god, the thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when uh, <clears throat> when I was younger, my my mom had a lot of trees in the backyard. They took several of them, most of them down over the course of me growing up. Right, but I remember there was one tree in particular. It had the knot holes in it in just such a way that it kind of it's resembled like a, face. a face. Yeah. Well, your yeah. brain makes it a face. Yeah. Right. And by moonlight, it was unnerving to look at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't stop either. That's the other thing is like part of me had to look at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, oh, God. Do you know what I'm talking There's about? There's got to be a German word for that. <laughs> like a 19-syllable yeah. German word. Like, no, yeah. the, the, the word for it is uh, pareidolia. 
Is the, there? Do you wait? You actually know that there's a word. There is a word for it. Well, that's for the 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 seeing of well, like faces. figures or faces or okay. things. Okay. Yeah, not the, just the, faces, but the const- lots of things. The construction of of a meaningful image from meaningless stimuli. Yeah. Is there a word for the the feeling of being afraid of something but not being able to look away from it? I don't know. Kind of like train wreck syndrome, or like yeah, right. There, like there's kind of there's got to be a word for that. There, ah. Yeah, I don't know. Deer in headlights syndrome. I don't know. Yeah, there's got to be something. It's like I frequently have that thing. It's like it, whatever it is, it's freaking me out. I'm like compelled by it. I yeah, can't right. Get, I can't get my head off of it. Yeah, and if it's there to look at, I can't stop looking. There's right. some. There's something. Um, it's not quite the same, but it's similar. The French call l'appel du vide, mm. the call of the void, where yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll be at a high precipice and just think like, what if I just jumped? what if I jumped right? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh and yeah. The, I think everybody has that kind of weird. Most people do. Yeah. the The leading theory is that it's it's a kind of a self diagnostic for the impulse center of your brain. Yeah. Yeah. It, your brain like kind of checks itself. Before um, it wrecks same, same, uh, <laughs> same sensation as like by throwing itself off a cliff. Yeah, right. Same sensation as like if you're if you've ever been sitting with someone at lunch and thinking like, what if I just reached across the table and slapped this person? I have yeah. those thoughts all the time. For, like the, <laughs> but like not because you hate them, but just yeah, to but see just what, just what would happen. happen. Right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. That's the leading theory is that that's your brain kind of self checking. Yeah. yeah. I guess it makes sense. And I think a lot of people think that makes them crazy. Like a lot of people, nah, like, a lot of people don't realize other people have that. Yeah, it's a normal human shit. Yeah, right. You know? um, I'm trying to think of. Um, I had something there and I just fucking lost it. You ever, oh, uh, you ever get to, Jesus. you ever like do something like as a kid where like you ended up running away from yeah. like people chasing you yeah, and that the terror there. of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, uh, like, uh, like I remember once when we were kids, uh, uh, I was hanging out at a buddy's house and the girls in the neighborhood were having a party at the house right behind his. And for some reason, all the boys decided to prank the girls or you know, jump over the fence and scare them or whatever. One kid apparently threw bottles. That was a problem. You yeah. can't throw glass at people. Yeah. But I remember after that happened, then we all like scattered and I ran past their house and hid in the bushes on the side of their house <laughs> and was just like heart pounding out of my chest. Oh, like, yeah, right. I'm going to be found here. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, right. And uh Trouble, yeah, the the, yeah. the the terror of being in trouble. Like, I'm when gonna you're gonna be in so much trouble. trouble. Trouble doesn't mean anything when you're older, right? Exactly. It's it like, doesn't yeah. anymore. Fuck you're you. In trouble. You, you're <laughs> not my fuck, dad. Fuck off. What are you gonna do? <laughs> the uh, the guy who lived uh, across uh, uh, across <laughs> and to the right uh, the street uh, um, from my house uh, was a firefighter. I, I would. Uh, me and my brother would would play with his his uh, kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were around the same age, we still are around the same age. We, we just would throw them around the yard. We're, do- <laughs> we're just we're just before all he got now. that weird Benjamin Button syndrome. <laughs> we used to play with him when he was normal, <laughs> yeah. and now that he's eighty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, no, I I. Uh, uh, I, we like we didn't really see him too much. He was he was working most of the day. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, uh, uh, you know, he was on shift. He was at the fire station most of the day, and um, so we would. Oh, so so I I went I went over because I wanted to I wanted to see if he wanted to hang out this kid and and I so I knocked on the bottom like you know that thin metal part of like screen doors mm-hmm. yeah that they have sometimes so I I. Makes I, the best tapping sound. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was the it was rattly like, noise. Yeah, yeah, it was like locked. So I knocked on that and it popped out. Now, <laughs> now, the, now this kid's dad, 
was like the nicest guy in the world. But yeah. at the time, I thought he was going to kill me. So I ran. <laughs> I ran back to my house. Yeah. Full, full bore. And like, I just like hope to God nobody knew it was you. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like five or six at the time, probably. And I, I, was, like, I was like, oh, I broke Mike's door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the fact that that could be fixed literally by just turning the little latch back yeah, right, over. Just right. like yeah. pop it back in there. Right. Yeah. Done. Yeah, I think I, I, I seem to remember he got a kick out of yeah, it. Right. <laughs> That's funny. I have one like that. Uh, when I was like eight or nine years old, I had a, a, a kid who lived um, <laughs> a couple houses down from my grandmother's house. His name was Timmy, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and they their family had they had a trampoline in the backyard. Oh, man. Wasn't that the best? It was the best. Yeah, <laughs> the kid the that had the trampoline. But oh the, my god! The thing was, Alec had a trampoline too. We used to have so much fucking fun. But the yeah. thing is, they were—they're so fucking dangerous. They're like, yes. they're in, 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 and like my grand, my mom would like kind of let me do it with you know as long as Lisa was there when I was at Alex's house and yeah. people were watching us and we weren't fucking around too hard. Yeah. Um, but like at my grandma's house, they they would be like, don't you know you really shouldn't do the trampoline, you know? Yeah. So we were playing one day, and uh, Timmy took a fucking header off of this thing, Ooh. and I mean like a, a fucking header, like yeah. bam, face down, like he launched the thing is it was in the grass, yeah, but he launched so far that he launched over the grass and bam went head first down onto the onto the pavement oh, in the driveway. Geez. So he split his head open and I was uh, like, I was young. So I just panicked and oh I just left. Well, like the thing is, the thing is like the right response to that. And as a logical adult now, you yeah. know, the right response to that is to go, Hey, yeah, you know, someone needs to call somebody. somebody right. right. So I just, I just got scared and I left. So, which is like horrible. And like one of the things that I've always like felt hor- horrible about my whole life. And he was, he's fine. Incidentally, they took him to the hospital. He got stitched up. He yeah. was, you know, he just had a bleeding head wound. Yeah, you know. right. Um, but yeah, I got, you know, like I got a fucking like sit down, talk to by like my grandparents, my aunt, my mom, the neighbors that, that was there. It was like, <laughs> hey, you know, just so you know, not cool. <laughs> like, if yeah, you're right. right, like, you know. Knock on the door, tell something, you know, just like leave him for dead. Yeah, I just fucking, right. I just bailed. Oh, well, that on was him. fun. Yeah, hope you don't die. Yeah, I'm right. going home later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but I was, I had this like panicky, like yeah, this sense of just yeah, panic. Well, because terror. what just happened is super real, and you're yeah. not ready for it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make it right though. It's a really shitty thing to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, you're a kid. Yeah. How much? How much can you blame yourself for leaving your friend for dead yeah. on the sidewalk, bleeding out of his head? <laughs> you're just a kid. My mom told me a story one time about like uh, when they were really young. They were uh, the the they were demolishing the plot of land across the street from their house to build like apartment complexes there. Yeah. And it was winter time, and her and her friend they were like three, four years old. Uh, and her and her friend were out playing back when you could like send your kids out to play and nobody would like kidnap them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she got the, the, there was a hole that got covered in snow and stuff and she fell into it like and it was deep. Well, like oh, what kind geez. of a hole? Like like they were leveling it out. I think it was the hole that they were running for like the pipes or the, oh. or the electricity and she fell and she's like stuck and you can't it's icy and it's cold. Oh my god. And she they're, they're like 3 or 4 and the thing is I think they were both not supposed to be there. Yeah. 
Um, and the, she's like looking up, like she's stuck down a well. Right. And she's like, like looking up, like I can't get out. And like the girl just wasn't strong and obviously not strong enough to pull her up. Yeah. And she's telling her like, you have, please, you have to go get my mom because <laughs> it's fucking freezing. And the other girl was just so afraid because she's like, no, we're going to get in trouble. God, you know what? Oh, this is, God. this is the thing. Like, like how do kids get this impression yeah. that they're going to be like toast if like, if they like come to their parents and say someone's in real trouble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I would, you know what the thing is? Like if I ever have kids, it's going to be like, listen, yeah. <laughs> I will forgive you if you if yeah. you if it means that someone's life will be saved. Yes. I will not get you in trouble. Yeah. I promise you. will not you. be in trouble with me if you let me know someone is dying. Right. But like eventually <laughs> I don't care how like, it, happened. it was like she was down there for like 40 minutes. That's a long time. Yeah, and like was like had hypothermia and like got you know and finally this girl ran to go get my my grandma. Yeah. Who you know, they pulled her out but like they were fucking like that's horrible. And then, of course, the girl was like in way more trouble because, you know, she's like, my dad's going to be so bad. Like, well, yeah, now he is because you almost <laughs> you, just killed somebody. You dilly dallied around a kid who was getting hypothermia. Right. Yeah. But I, she's like, I, she, she's still like when she tells the story, it's like because, uh, you know, the feeling of being trapped and yeah. there's nothing you can do yeah. now. That's know. scary. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. I don't think I've ever been that close to like it being it. Yeah. I don't think I have either. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't think of a time. Like the close. I I don't know. Having to come to grips with your own. I've had to come to grips with my own mortality. Sure. A couple times, but never any time that was like that visceral and that real, you know? I mean, honestly, I think the closest I ever got to be like, oh, I'm really fucked was that car accident. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think I've ever had to. Wakes you up. Yeah. But I've never, other than that, had a time where I'm like, nope, this is going to really get me. Yeah. Other than like like I said, weird fears and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We had one time. I remember Alec and I were at uh, the Canfield Fair. Yeah. Which, if you're not listening to this in Ohio, which I know there's nobody who's not, um, it's it's yeah. like the largest county fair. Yeah. Uh, in Ohio, at least, or what? No, on like the entire eastern seaboard, it's really big. No um, shit. Yeah, it's it's yeah. huge. Um, so it's like this gigantic fair, and it's just a fair, right? So yeah. bad carny rides, good food, a bunch of uh, 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 riding mowers out for display yeah, for tractors, no right? By animals, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like the, the smell large of feces in the air, right? Yeah, and deep fried Oreos, yep. <laughs> gigantic terrorist horse flies that will kamikaze you, um, sweaty, unshaved masses. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we were we were on the we went and we were like, you know, 10, 11 and we went uh, on the ring of fire, you know, the big ring of fire. Frill, it's yeah. the, the giant circle loop yes, train thing right. that spins you upside down. So we got on there and yeah. this guy, we were the only ones there because it was first thing in the morning, right on the front car. Super excited. Dude latches us down. We're locked in place. Yeah. He goes back to the operating booth. And uh, presses the thing that lurches the the car into motion, yeah. and the seats unlock. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> and he sparks up a fat so blunt like, and stops paying attention. Exactly. <laughs> so like he's just doing his thing, like talking to one of the other carnies next to him, and the seats loose, and we're going, "Oh fuck! Hey, hey, hey the seats loose! Hey, the seats loose!" And it's gone. No, and it goes back. <laughs> and we're like, "Hey, the seat's loose," and then it gets to the point where we're like this. You like vertical? We're we're like right up here, right oh, like the, the next one is gonna take us 
upside down. Oh my and god! We're, and we're falling out of the seats. Oh my and we're, god! And we're both. I, I mean, like we're still in a cage, right? We're still in the cage, right? But the cage could reasonably pop open oh, because you're banging is, around. The, in the yeah, thing. it's but like we're about to flip out of the seats. Like we're we're <laughs> we're literally right here, and we start sliding backwards out of the seats. Uh uh-uh. And it was like at that point where this thing is going, it's it's going to go like here next, and then it's going to go oh, upside down. Upside down. Yeah. So we've reached the peak. We hit this point. We're right up here, and we are screaming bloody murder. Oh and finally, this dude stops the thing because he heard us. And he's like, what's wrong? And Alex like, the fucking seats unlocked. He's like, he's like 11. It was so funny. I just remember he's like 11 years old and he's in this guy's face. He's like, the fucking seats unlocked. We've been trying to tell you. Like, asshole. Like, that's the worst. And the guy like, oh, shit. And he's like... <laughs> Uh, we're oh, well, no big deal. We're gonna have to close it down. Like, oh, good. Yeah, please. You think? <laughs> but I, just, I just remember we. It was that, that same thing. It's like it's okay at first because we're like, okay, this guy's gonna hear us. Yeah, sure. Nope, nope, nope. And then you, you hit this moment of this like. Yep, like pounding, this, you know what I'm I mean? I'm about to get my fucking marbles <laughs> we, rattled. I remember like we walked, uh, we walked an extra over and just kind of like went. <laughs> and he was like, I think that's enough rides for right now. Yep. <laughs> I, was like, I think we're done. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm go on that weird green dragon thing that just yeah, goes right. in a circle. Yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go bury my sorrows in 10 hot Quaker steak wings. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Awful. Super, super not good. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I, I don't think I have one of those moments of just pure impending terror. Nah. Yeah. Thank no. goodness. Not everyone has to have one. No. I, and hopefully it's, I don't have one. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, I would say we've been lucky for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I just think fear is like such a, uh, it's such a regular part of so many, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just think I'm, fear is like an emotion. <laughs> it's like a thing that <laughs> sometimes we feel, but sometimes we don't feel it. <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes you feel scared. And then, you know, sometimes I'm afraid. not scared. Sometimes I'm not scared, though. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I am. No, we were talking about, okay, so like I said, my buddy Jake, uh, you know, he's going through that thing with his dad. Yeah, right. Um, I've never been more afraid in my life than like I, I got the call from my stepmom. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I, I'm at work. I think the first time she called me and it's like, am I going to have to get on a plane tonight? You know what I mean? Like, right. Number one, this is happening. Number two, this is happening right now. Right now, fifteen hundred miles away. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you feel powerless. Yeah, it's 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 this whole total thing of like powerlessness, where like I you know I ended up going home and I'm just pacing, waiting for the call that says you need to come here right now. We need to get you on a flight right now. Yeah, you know, because you know, yeah, right. It's just it just it wakes you up. It scares the shit out of you. And then it was like, okay, it's not that night, but like, we're going to keep you posted. Just be by the phone and be ready. And like, you have to, I had, you know, I have to, I had to go tell my boss like, Hey, yeah, just FYI, I might have to leave. I might have to leave like now, like at any time I I might not be able to tell you I have to go and I'll just be out the door. So yeah, Yeah. be aware, Um, which is like, yeah, it it was just like several weeks of on and off touch and go kind of hell and it yeah. just sucks. I remember when that happened. Yeah. I remember uh, we were, honestly, we were hanging out at uh, your old apartment back then. Yeah. yeah. And I remember uh, occasionally you getting a phone call and just like, uh, the, like everything's stopping and like, please tell me this is good news. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it scares the shit out of you. Right. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't until I heard his voice 
You know what I mean? Because I, I, I was getting it secondhand from, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Bethany, my stepmom, and, you know, my Aunt Diane. Um, and then finally it was like he, he called me after because he didn't want to talk to anybody. You know, typical guy thing. You don't want to talk to anybody. Sure. Want anybody to hear me like this. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Such and such, right? Yeah. But it got to the point where it was like two weeks later or like a week and a half later and he's in the hospital and he's like, oh, by the way, I'm fine. <laughs> he's like, everything's cool. They're taking care of me. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, I want to eat. I want to eat pizza again. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like it's, he told. He's like, yeah. He like, I got to talk to him, and I was, you know, I'm super, you know. And he's like, by the way, you know, don't listen to your aunt. I'm okay. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, you have that, like, yeah. That's just, relief. just need to hear it from, you know, the source. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah, it's it fucking scares the shit out of you. It's, I don't know, man. You guys afraid of clowns? No, <laughs> me neither. Really. I find them unnerving. unnerving. I wouldn't say I'm scared, I'm but weird. I don't like them. I, I find like... them irritating. Yeah, irritating. <laughs> I find clowns very annoying. What I think it is for me is I don't trust the insincere painted on fake smile thing. It feels like a manipulation tactic designed to get me to trust them, and I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? I don't like think I watches, do. Like when people approach you and they're too okay. Picture, Hi, picture how the scenario. you doing? Yeah, someone walks right. up to you on the street and say, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah, and they're right. smiling. All right, what do you want from right, me? Exactly, I agree. What, yeah. the, what do you want? You want me to sign something? You want me to give you a dollar? What do you want from me? Right. Like yeah. clowns are the same thing. It's like yeah. don't smile at me. I don't know you. You're right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Maybe that's our Rust Belt sensibilities coming out. <laughs> Almost definitely. Yeah. No, I, I'm not afraid of them. Uh, Trisha is deathly afraid of yeah. clowns. Hates oh. clowns. Um, Coolrophobia. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah. The thing is, like, my grandpa was uh, a, a magician, right? So, like, that was his hobby. He was, like, yeah. super into doing magic. He was part of the Magician's Brotherhood. There's a union for magicians. Yeah. The, the brother, yeah. International Brotherhood of Magicians. It seems so dorky. I, it is dorky. But, but I got to see so many cool magic tricks. I bet. Like, I get to meet a bunch of famous magicians, <laughs> like older famous magicians, but like yeah. super cool, right? Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> he got, he Especially built, as a kid. Yeah. He built his own tricks and, you know, and I, my grandpa made his own magic tricks. Fucking rad, right? How is this the first time you've ever told me <laughs> Have this? Have I never told you that? We've been friends for I don't think I've like ever known decade, this. Like a decade? That's right? what he left me. In, uh, when, when he died, that's what he left me was all his magic stuff. Oh, I'm choked up. Aww. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he left me all that stuff. I got to do, and I did magic shows when I was younger for, like, the churches and stuff. I had no idea. Um, yeah, I learned how to make, I know how, incidentally, ladies, I know how to make balloon animals. No <laughs> big deal. And I'm really good at it. I just, it's, I'm out. Out of practice, but I'm really good at making balloon animals. It's funny so. you mentioned this. My grandfather was a clown. Really? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. But I said that to bring up the point. Like I was around. Like we would do magic shows, and there were always clowns around. So yeah, right. Uh, maybe it was just when I was like little. They they didn't like scare me or or even really freak me out. Mm-hmm. So I was just used to seeing them. There were always <clears throat> kids who were like terrified of clowns whenever yeah. we would do the shows. But I was I was always the one who would volunteer to go picked on by the clown when they would do the you know yeah you know i just i, I, I just knew i knew those guys so it wasn't like, like sm- i just don't like it yeah i think it's, it's it seems disingenuous like i know it's designed to entertain me yeah but it feels like a trick yeah 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 i just think they're annoying i think they get up in your personal space and i think they they spray in the face with that stupid flower they don't shut up they throw bowling pins all over the place <laughs> like they own the place <laughs> 
Yeah. I just assholes. They get on my nerves. Yeah. I don't know. It's not my not my thing. Yeah, not my forte. Not my Kia Forte. <laughs> um yeah, you know what? So I guess we've about done it. Uh it's about time for us to take a break here. Yeah. I gotta I gotta rock a hot piss. I gotta rock a hot piss. So we'll Wait, take be, a- before we do that. I, I gotta tell you, I've been looking at your shirt all night long. <laughs> yeah, me too. What the fuck is going <laughs> on there? So uh, <laughs> sorry, I have to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this is this is a there's a YouTuber that wears this shirt all the time. So Christy and I were watching a series. The guy's name is Shane Dawson. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he did a series on the Jake Paul, which we found very mm-hmm. interesting because Jake Paul is such a notorious piece of shit. So we watched this like seven part series or whatever. And Shane wears this shirt in like every single episode. It's like something one of his friends designed for him. Yeah. And I'm looking at it going, I want that shirt. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's just a picture of a pig and it just says, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, behind the pig over and over again. <laughs> it's it's um, fucking awesome. It's so weird. But I was looking at it going, I want that shirt. And she surreptitiously <laughs> orders this shirt in front of me. Uh, which uh, made me really, really happy. It's so cool. Just like everything else, all the cool shit I own, my girlfriend bought it for me. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'm sorry. I just had to address that because I, I've been looking at it all night. Like, it's super weird, right? It's so it's so weird that I, yeah. I love it. I'm breaking it in a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll take a break. You can take your piss. Yeah. And we'll be back in a minute with our recommendations and smoking and drinking. Yeah, there we go. He's on the bandwagon. Yeah. 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 The Life, Music, and Terror of Blood Curdling Shriek and Jay Hawkins, Part 1. In the mid-50s, one man revolutionized jazz and blues. For the benefit of all music, he came out of the Deep South, United States. Blood Curdling Shriek and Jay Hawkins, a legacy a life, a larynx. This is his story. We all know that old Dre could play them blues, but a lot of people didn't know about his first love, competitive miming. On tonight's episode, we interview legends, producers, and musicians who knew and befriended blood-curdling shriekin' Jay Hawkins on his career to the top. He painted his face all up and head on down. Don't nobody know what he was doing, but all he could do all the old moves. Pretend he's in a box, climbing up a ladder. I mean, that that's about it. Blood-curdling Shriekin' Jay Hawkins was born deep in a coal mine in Montgomery, Alabama. Emerging so coated in ash, everyone believed he was a black boy. Now, the thing you need to understand about Jay Hawkins in order to understand Jay Hawkins is that being born in a coal mine is a terrible way to enter the world. There's darkness, dank, smells, wicked smells. There's deep in the belly of the earth, ain't, ain't no light, ain't nothing. You crawl out of a hole in the earth with a, with a mean fire in your belly. A fire, a burning fire. Jay Hawkins was a a man of deep passion, hunger, and occasional diarrhea. He was a close personal friend. The fragile human mind being born in the depths of the earth develops a number of intense fears. 
It's a hideous thing to be born deep in the belly of the earth. I remember Jay telling me many years later that it gave him a deep fear, hatred of all things earth like woods, caves, and lakes. Fear of the moon, raccoons, snakes, wind, paralyzing fear of dandelions, okra, beans, wheat. Couldn't put a worm on a hook. Afraid of snow, smells, afraid of his own fingernails, deeply terrified of death and screwdrivers, Ronald McDonald, bad breath, lawnmowers, scissors, safety scissors, and Elmer's glue, meatballs, wire mesh, sunshine, midnight, 2 p.m. Blood-curdling shrieking Jay Hawkins. A legacy. A life. A larynx. Thank you, music television. I am Bjork. You might remember me from several horrible albums. Most of which were nonsensical. All of which were made out of whale blubber. You can buy my new album, Unpressed Whale Blubber. Exclusive release at Target. I'm debuting on the letters V, H, and numeral one. <laughs> Fish piss. My new album, Whale Farts. Coming on to VH1. <laughs> I, I do not sing on any part of the album. <laughs> It's just farting whales <laughs> for two hours. You might be mistaken to think you are hearing my voice, but this whale farts. <laughs> it's a double album <laughs> called Whale Farts. <laughs> oh. I am Bjork, and this is Whale Farts. <laughs> That's how the album starts. <laughs> the opening track. <laughs> Long, greasy one from a baby beluga. <laughs> so I love I love Bjork. Yeah, just Bjork. I really like Bjork. You might remember me from this one dress. Do you remember that? It I know. Was... I know it's a way far back in pop culture. <laughs> it has now been replaced by so many other useless memories. <laughs> But perhaps you remember my swan dress. <laughs> Do you remember when I... Oh, no, no, I didn't rip the Pope. That was, <laughs> that was that Sinead O'Connor. me. <laughs> I just remember that was Sinead O'Connor, not me. I just got myself confused <laughs> with Sinead O'Connor. Oh, my God. <laughs> I dude, I could do Bjork all fucking day. <laughs> we know nothing about Iceland. No, we know it's so obvious. Yeah, right. I don't even know, I don't know, know anything about Bjork. A great amount of snow and little else. <laughs> so yeah, all right. Sorry. The land is made of ice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I could do that fucking oh. all day. It's too much fun. Okay, um, we're back. Sorry. Apparently, we've been doing that for way too long. <laughs> well, farts. <laughs> all right. Oh. Um, 
We are back. It is time for recommendation stuff. Um, yeah. Who wants to go for it? I'll just leave it up to you guys. Uh, I'm still trying to think of something. Okay, that's cool. Uh, then, uh, Ben, why don't you go? God No, Chris, you got something for us? Yeah, uh, I'm going to recommend, speaking of flying, we were talking about flying whales yeah. in Bjork's voice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to recommend an album uh, by um, French heavy metal band Gojira. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the album is called From Serious to Mars. You'll recognize the album cover because there is a flying whale in front of the moon on this dull beige background. What's it called again? Uh, From Serious to From Mars. From Serious to Mars. Um, Gojira is a uh, super cool, super heavy, fuzzy um, French metal band. Okay. Which is fucking rad. Yeah, that's, um, the whole thing sounds like it's rooted in different parts of the world, right? Uh, yeah, and like like a lot of metal f that sounds like played in that style, that real heavy, chuggy kind of uh, growly uh, metal. The lyrics are very uh, like esoteric and um, like you have to really read into them. It would be it, they're very difficult to understand unless you have context for what they're writing about. But they're all they're all basically in, like super into Zen Buddhism. Uh -huh. So a lot of their lyrics end up being about um, like breaking through the bar barriers of consciousness and awakening yourself. That's and, cool. Um, so there's some like super cool tracks on there. One of them is called Flying Whale. So, um, OK. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Gojira lately and like uh, in particular this album because I think it's it's my favorite for sure. I don't think it's technically the one that everybody considers the best, but it's the one that I like the when most. When did this come out? 2004. Okay. 2004, which was like a really good year for heavy metal. Um, a really great year for Japanese named French heavy metal. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, uh, another album I recommended on the show uh, was Mastodon's Leviathan, which was metal mm. album of the year. Yeah. yeah. Is, which is famously the concept album about Moby Dick, which is fucking cool yeah uh but yeah uh super chuggy they play everything kind of in standard detuning they play really weird super simplistic kind of riffs that sound complicated but really aren't yeah. um a uh, couple tracks to listen to flying whales of course mm -hmm. uh really soundscapey for a heavy metal song oh, for a heavy metal album yeah um uh, uh, there's one called the heaviest matter in the universe which sounds just as cool as you think it does um, and then, um, uh, my favorite track on, there's a track called backbone, um, which is, which is basically just about, uh, uh, like, uh, awakening to a higher consciousness. Okay. Um, but it sounds really fucking cool and, you know, aggressive, uh, until you like read the lyrics that are like, yeah, it's know. like, Hey, we're all going to transcend space and time. Yeah. Right. And be yeah. real pissed off yeah. about well, it. Well, it's like the whole, <laughs> the whole song is written in a metaphor, um, I'll let you guys look up the lyrics later, mm. but yeah, it's really cool. Uh, from series to Mars, super cool. Gojira is awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, the guy, I can't remember his name just has a barky kind of growly oh. snarly voice. Is it all in French? No, no. Oh, they sing not. it in English. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Neat. Neat. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> wow. Neat. Um, I'll go next. Okay. Uh, so I mentioned this to you earlier, Ben, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I didn't mention this to you, Chris. I found a new guy on YouTube I kind of like. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> he does videos that tend to be between 10 to 15 minutes, roundabouts, and they are all about different companies, which I found interesting. Uh, the channel is called Company Man. Okay. Um, I watched a handful of his videos, and I really like his style, and I also really like 
sort of knowing the story behind some of the companies that, like, for example, I used to see and don't see anymore. Like, yeah. Uh, so he did a whole bit about the the demise of Blockbuster and exactly how that happened. Um, <laughs> or cool. Yeah. Or like a Radio Shack, right? Like a place that like. At one point, they would ask people, hey, what? so what does Radio Shack sell? And people would be like, I don't know. Yeah, like, right. how did that happen? <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, there's uh, uh, He does several different series. One of them is, like, basically the demise of a company. Mm-hmm. Another one will be, like, this company versus this company and how that all shook out. Uh, sometimes it'll be, how did this company get so big? Like, mm-hmm. how did this company just essentially come out of nowhere and dominate? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he does a lot of really interesting That's stuff. That's really cool. It is very cool. Um, he did one on Kmart in particular that was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, Funny story about Radio Shack, incidentally. There are seven or eight left in the country. I remember of, hearing that. One of them is not that far away from here. Like, it's within a driving distance. Is it that one in Boardman by the Red Lobster? It, that one's closed. There's Shit. one a little farther away. Okay. But mm. it's within, like, 30 or 40 minutes of here. It's yeah. It's not that far away. Uh, Radio Shack was so interesting, too, because, like, before they all shut down, what do you think of when you think of Radio Shack? Cables. Cables, fuses. Right. Um, yeah. Would uh, you think of a wall of cell phones and basically nothing else? No. Because that's more or less what Radio Shack turned into. I mean, really? like, Yeah. I mean, I remember our Radio Shack here in Austin yeah. Town, where, like, the entire front of the store was tablets, phones, mobile devices. Yeah. That would, and he pointed this out, it would suck up the salespeople's time because they have to, you know, like they're uh, you know, occupied with that customer. They're going to fill out super, all this. It's super involved work. Yeah. yeah phones are sign super things involved. up and yeah, yeah it's Takes a lot. hours. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. the whole back of the store, which is historically the bread and butter of Radio Shack is like all these like hobbyist electronics and yeah, little parts right. and the kind of things that like people might need some assistance with. But no time to take care of that customer. Right. We gotta sell them a phone. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Phones. That's why our incidentally Best Buy's mobile department is totally <clears throat> separate. Yeah. Uh, from everything else, because it takes. Yeah. You can't do anything else. Th- you you have to specifically learn the system to to mm-hmm. do it because it takes hours to set up. Right. One even one line. It's funny you don't think about that with Radio Shack, but that's ultimately what they turned into. Yeah. Right. Um. And there's lots of other interesting stories about different companies. The Kmart one's very cool. JC Penney one is very interesting. Yeah. Um. So, Company Man, check it out. I like that guy. I like his style. He kind of rings like a lot of these other. I, he, he has a familiar style you'll recognize from a lot of other commentary channels. Yeah. Um, but it's just his subject matter is companies. I think it's really cool. There's one on Best Buy I haven't seen yet. Okay. Because he did a series called The Rise and Fall and Rise Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Best Buy is one he did for the Rise, Fall, oh, Rise Again I'm series. I'm sure I can tell you. <laughs> I was there for the fall and the rise. Yeah. Or at least the, the tail end of the fall. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, within, like, not that long ago, they, yeah. did, they did a massive turnaround. Yeah. Uh, Hubert Jolie, who actually mm-hmm. just recently stepped down as CEO. He's, oh, uh, really? he's a CEO who is hired by companies to fix companies. That's, oh, yeah. That's what he does. Um, <laughs> he's very good at it, obviously. Wow, sure. Yeah, my 401k thanks him. <laughs> um, yeah, so check him out. Company Man. Good channel. Cool. What you got, Ben? I uh, want to recommend... Something that I've been rereading uh, with all the context of, of an adult. One of my favorite pieces of 20th century revisionist history, which is Watchmen. Penthouse Forum. <laughs> <laughs> Jugs no. Quarterly. Uh, Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. <laughs> yeah. uh, famous uh, graphic novel. Yeah. Watchmen. Watchmen is cool. I still have not finished it, and yeah. I own it. The graphic yeah. novel? Way yeah. better than the movie. Movie's okay. Yeah, the movie does what it's supposed to, but there's all sorts of characterization and depth and, and yeah. context and really, really honestly, just visual poetry that you can't just cram into right. the movie. Right, 
Um, there, there really is like when I say visual poetry, I mean like everything in each panel is very meticulously planned out. Yeah, yeah. Um, relationships between uh, different, uh, you know, dialogue and the the panels, one panel to the next. They're all, they're very often arranged in like a nine panel kind of checkerboard pattern right. where they where the each panel plays off the last one in like a that's cool you know again like a like a kind of checkerboard pattern great use of uh, of colors to achieve that effect as well yeah um and for anyone who hasn't read it yet again it's it's a uh, yeah give me a brief summary because honestly as much of this as 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 I know about I really don't understand what Watchmen is so it's. The best way to explain it, again, would probably be as a uh, a piece of uh, uh, revisionist historical fiction uh, in which uh, superheroes kind of exist. There's one person with superhuman powers. Uh, everyone else is is kind of uh, kind of rides this trend that started in the 30s and 40s, and as a result, uh, uh, things are different in in. Uh, in the uh, 60s and 70s. Yeah, the 1985 of Watchmen uh, versus how things unfolded. Like like one of the big one of the big things uh, that you discover early on is that the U.S. in this universe won the Vietnam War like easily. Yes. Very, very oh, OK. Easily. And Nixon never left. Nixon never left <laughs> that's either. A, that's yeah. really interesting. How about that? Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of really neat details. Uh, but the the plot kicks off when when one of these one of these people. Uh, a a a uh, vigilante by the name of Rorschach uh, begins to piece together a uh, what he believes is a conspiracy of of someone going around killing off uh, active or retired masked heroes. Okay. Um, I think I remember this opens the book opens with the the comedian. The comedian. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The book the book opens with with one of its main characters dead. Yeah. Um. And uh, it it goes pretty pretty crazy from there. It it gets into some dark territory and and uh, yeah, <laughs> like it's there there are scenes that are definitely not for for the faint of heart. Oh, um, man. I gotta read this. It's good. It's uh it's very very good. And yeah. um I I uh, I read it first when I was when I was much younger, um, probably probably ni- eighteen or nineteen I would say, yeah. and. Uh, now there's just there's so much more that's leaping out at me though like how how the fuck did I miss all yeah. of this? Mm-hmm. Um, there's little interstitial things between each chapter, uh, like like from fictional uh, uh, books and and uh, articles of the of the universe. Uh. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's its own self-contained kind of thing. Yeah, um, it tells its own story very well. <clears throat> it, again, one of the most Right, one of the most famous graphic novels I think ever. I would think so. Ever yeah, made. I would think so. You know, I I I only read one uh, of his books in its entirety, and that was From Hell. Oh, uh, From Hell is one. very very good. good yeah, and the thing that I picked up from that, really, the thing that I remember about him is that I think, in contrast to, I mean, like I like you know graphic novels and all of all different stripes, mm. but I feel like he does the graphic novels that to me feel the most like novels. They feel like the most developed and full yeah. stories. Um, that have some gravity behind them yeah. That, yeah. that might sometimes be missing from like, you know, your ordinary superhero book. And that's, that's partly because Alan Moore is, is off his goddamn nut. He's, he's crazy. Yeah. He is 100% out of his fucking mind. He, and he, he devotes, he devotes an insane amount of detail to what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Killing Joke, another another yeah. fantastic example. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Killing Joke is like insanely good. It's it's the Batman. Yeah, uh, graphic novel. God, this is getting me hyped for the new Joker movie. Uh, yeah, just thinking. <laughs> yeah, about I'm, this. Actually, I'm actually kind of excited about it. Too. I can't wait for that. It looks like it's gonna be incredible. Yeah. There's a long lineage of great Jokers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I really think Joaquin Fe- Joaquin Phoenix is a pretty core method actor, so I think he's gonna nail that. Yeah, like if he's, I mean, there's little things in that trailer that like just by themselves blow me away. Like yeah. the weird, like in the comedy club, he's sitting there and he does that weird laugh to himself, like, yeah. and looks around to see if other people are laughing. Like the like the 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 way that he portrays that, you you can clearly see like he's not even sure if he understands what makes people laugh or like what makes people yeah. tick, but he's just trying to fit in. Maybe there's something about yeah. that character that. D- drives method acting from the people who portray it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes not always in great ways. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like okay, but like Mark Hamill, for example. Yeah. Even just his voice acting. If you've ever seen him in the recording booth doing the Joker, yeah, he's he gets, fully animated. He puts his whole body. Yeah, into it. right. Does he really? Oh yeah. yeah he's. I'll, we'll have to put up pull up a video when we go yeah. upstairs. It's really cool. Yeah, he, he has a lot of fun with he it. He is the Joker. <laughs> he's. I mean, he just be, like he sounds like what I would think the Joker sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just so good. <laughs> so good. But yeah. But yeah. So uh, yeah, my recommendation is Watchmen. Watchmen. I, I, I will go now, especially since the HBO show is coming yeah. on. I will go back and read the graphic novel again because it's very good. Real quick aside before we go to what we've learned. Have you seen the trailer for the season three of Westworld? Not yet. No. Are you aware that Aaron Paul is in it? No. <laughs> we need shit. to watch the trailer tonight. Okay. Because I watched the thing. And I hate to say this because it's part of the joy for me was what the hell am I watching this trailer? Yeah, right. And then at the end, the Westworld logo comes in and I'm going to. How in the hell is Are they this Westworld? Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to love it. We're going to have we're going to have to watch it tonight. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Um, but anyway, uh, back to business here. Did we learn anything? <clears throat> I learned some things. Did you learn some things? I learned there's a, an epidemic of seedy drug dealing uh, cicadas in this country. <laughs> yeah, 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 kid, what you doing there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned that those bugs fuck. Those, those bugs fuck. Those bugs hey, definitely fuck. Hey, kid, you want to go over here and watch us fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, you got any riddle in you want to tell me? <laughs> Hey, can you watch out? Watch out! I, I uh, shedded my whole body there. Just be careful. Yeah, step over that. Yeah, yeah you don't want to trip on that. It's covered. It's covered with my goo. <laughs> uh, my goo. My goo. My goo. Yeah, I got all this goo all over it. Um, I learned that Dave fantasizes about peeing sitting down. <laughs> no, not fantasizes. It's a very boring dream. Dave fantasizes about peeing sitting down. The best part is everyone's just talking. Yeah. Like no one acknowledges talk, we're all naked and peeing. peeing. Yeah, <laughs> we're just sitting around talking no one notices we're all naked and peeing hey whatever why would that not whatever doesn't matter anyway. um i learned that most of what happens in the star wars universe is secretly boring yeah, dude. yeah. just like much like real life yes <laughs> much of what happens in this universe is fucking boring incredibly yeah. boring yeah I wrote down. Uh, I wrote down. Gremlin penis talks to you. <laughs> yeah, I wrote. If you're a gremlin penis, you're gonna get some pee in your mouth. <laughs> uh, I learned that clowns are disingenuous weirdos. Don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah. Nor should you. Uh, I learned we know nothing about Iceland. No, we don't. No. <laughs> you guys don't understand. We we like we came in doing the Bjork tried thing. so hard to think of real things. Yeah. No, the, the, we've been doing the Bjork thing for. <laughs> 
15, like 10 minutes before that. Right before we started recording. Right before yeah. we recorded yeah. it. Uh, don't know anything about Iceland. Nope, not Nothing a thing. You would think it would have come up over all that time. Nope. Nothing. I know that its capital is Reykjavik. Mm. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I know. I uh, I knew Bjork was from there, and I know it's a land made of ice. I know it's cold. <laughs> um, I put down Ryobi for all your body disposal needs. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why, you know, Alec asked me the other day, have you committed to a power tool line yet? And I said, yeah, Ryobi. And now I know why. Yeah. Dispose of bodies more efficiently. Sure. Yeah. They, have the, they have that nice, the battery operated saw with the laser sight on it. So yeah, you know right. exactly where at the knee you're cutting this person's <laughs> leg off. Separate the bone. <laughs> that Carve bone. the meat. <laughs> um, uh, the last thing I wrote on here is that uh, I learned that children fear trouble above all else and will sacrifice their friends' lives <laughs> to avoid it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that God, that, thing of, right. that thing of being in trouble as a kid, you're right. It doesn't translate as an adult. Nope. I mean, I guess the closest is getting arrested. Yeah, but even then, it's like, ah, fuck it, whatever. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Talk to my lawyer. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, I guess that does it. Uh, so thank you again for listening to the Three Dude Cast. You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> what? What are you doing? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't have anything smart. Um, <laughs> I have nothing of value to add to that. So we... <laughs> Dead air. Yeah. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Dude Cast. Thanks for listening. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Quick aside. Quick aside. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 I'm gonna just. I'm whoa. gonna left turn this podcast out of Endingville and into Thisville. <laughs> Pit stop. Oh yeah. This was. Um, yeah. I wanted to. I want to talk about uh, what it? my topic is going to be for the next time that we get together. I forgot. You said you wanted to give us a heads up, and we could yeah. do some thinking about it. So my. And this is the first time we've ever. Re- I've ever revealed one, or I think any of us have. Yeah. Um, but just just because I want you guys to come in prepared. For the argument that I'm going to make, because my topic is going to be uh, defend a position. Oh, so I want you to pick a position that even you, you don't even necessarily have to fully commit to the you don't have to fully believe the position. But I do right. want if you to just gotta argue for it. Correct. And I would like I would like uh, everyone to come up with one and then let the rest of the dudes know uh-huh. so that they may uh, defend uh, so they may hmm. counterpoint your position. Wow. So in that spirit, I will give you the position that I am willing to defend on oh, this podcast wow. for the okay. next time. Okay. All right. And I'm going to give you guys a generous head start on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, the position that I'm going to, fe- to defend is that country music yeah. has the best songwriters oh. of any genre of music ever, period, ever. Ever. And I'm going to defend that position the next time that we convene together and it's my topic. I wow, that's interesting. So I'm give I, like I said, not a position you necessarily have to believe fully, but you do have to defend it. It's going to be a three dudes debate. Mm. And uh yeah, I want to see what you guys come up with. Let us know. Man, I'm prepared to ar- I'm prepared got. to argue with that one. Yeah. I'm prepared to I, argue I, with I, that. Well, one. I'm prepared to argue for it. So <laughs> uh, just yeah, so whenever you guys know your topic that you're ready to defend, uh-huh. let the other parties know. Yeah, hopefully hopefully by the end of tonight if not uh, tomorrow we could come up with that. Yep. Wow. All, All right. right. Well, then we will see you next time with a very interesting argumentative episode of the 3 Dude Yes. Cast. Uh <laughs> thank you for listening as always. We will see you next week. Peace. Bye bye. Later. <laughs>